0: Hi, I'm Tony T, and this is your Nerd of Godcast Episode 67 Overture. I'm always amazed at how we're defined by what we fight and why we fight. Conflict seems to be a foundational element to who we are as humans. But what if God has a different way to look at why we do battle? What if there really is a good fight? Tonight we're going to talk about that, plus we do a little time hopping and give both our predictions and review of Marvel's Avengers Infinity War. We had a game, but it turned into a full episode on its own, so check out our blog at nerdofgodcast.com and we'll be posting that as a bonus feature later this week. Also, please take time to leave us a rating and review. That really helps us out a lot. And check out our daily devotional podcast on Apple Podcasts and the Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing. And get your day underway the Nerd of God way. But enough talk. Have at you. This is your Nerd of Godcast.
1: Hey there guys and gals, geeks and gamers, you're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op.
0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture follow each other through time, striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping each time that the next leap... The leap humble. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that get you excited, make you geek out, and give glory to God. But guess what, Gigawatt? I'm going to do it by myself because with me, as always, is producer. St- oh no, no, dang it! <laughs> I was mm. <laughs> ah. You're talking about going back in time. You went too far back. <laughs> too far.
2: Back in. Steve O, Supremo. Great Scott, everybody. How you doing? What's going on, big boy? Not that much? I don't like that you called me big boy. Well, I don't
0: I don't like that you answered my question with something that's not an answer to my question. Wait, what? what? What'd you
2: say? I don't know.
3: The big boy threw him off. In
0: a lot of ways, the hey big there, boy's big boy. always been with us. He's never left us.
2: Hello. Speaking of big boys.
4: <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, across the
0: table, often imitated, never duplicated. It's the big man himself, Quentin Gregory Neff. My oh, doc, this is, this is heavy. Are we doing a Back to the Future thing tonight? I don't want to. No, you said time travel. I had Great Scott. I didn't
4: say time travel. And
5: I'm heavy. There's that word again, heavy. There's nothing, there's nothing <laughs> to do with Back to the Future. To I'm the just saying that I'm future? heavy.
4: <laughs> Since we're here, I watched Back to the Future for the first time. But It's not your turn yet, EJ. <laughs> I'm sorry. I we'll get there. We'll to get I we'll <laughs> get All right, there. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he's here from the future <laughs> to warn us.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Here comes trouble. Let's make it double. It's the twins, Jackie and Jess. Hi,
1: everyone. Hey, what's going on? I feel like I haven't seen you
3: guys in so long. <laughs> I
0: know it's been forever. It was like you were in the past, and now you're with us in the present. Uh, tonight's episode has nothing to do with Back to the Future, by the way. <laughs> you said I
2: think... Christ culture and nerd culture are traveling through time. You're making a quantum leap. But it wasn't making
0: a ti- like a time travel <laughs> reference, like a Back to the Future thing. I know
2: that, but you start talking about time travel. So I, I want travel to travel back, back to in
0: time to the beginning of this episode and not introduce you. <laughs> well, you can do that, it's called editing Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast My name is Tony T, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself With me as always is The man with a plan and a paintbrush in his hand EJ Nieves
4: It's your boy What's going on, official Ness? <laughs> man, I'm feeling great
0: You saw Back to the Future
4: the other Yes, th- this I week did For the first time It was cool, it was cool I went with uh, Steve Ospremo, Big Man we, we went to Epic
2: Big Man is Neff
4: well, yeah. that's, at the,
2: that's at the the, the next, next part. Of I went. My day. I went with big boy and <laughs> big man. My, my that's who I went with my bodyguard, <laughs> big man. <I'm>
4: they <laughs> no, my bodyguards. I don't like big boys big
0: boy and much. big man. <laughs>
4: yeah. Well.
0: All right. So, um, did the the adventures of Marty McFly inspire you?
4: Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Did I can st- see where Steve O. Really, 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 really enjoys it. Did, you, did he talk through the entire movie? I not talk at all. No, he talked not no, once. Stephen's good with not he talking. He's like, focused. He, he's probably
0: good with not talking in the theater, but I promise you, if we were sitting around the living room and we put on Back to the Future. He would
1: quote every line. If, of,
0: no, no. You have. Not at Tony's house. You have. House not rules. Not for Back
2: to the Future. i have. never. I've rules. never watched Back to the Future. He might
0: you. not. This might have been pre uh, the firm institution of house rules, okay. and that's not true. I put on Back to the Future, and you have does, you have when? talked No. This is years ago. No, we because you, each ne- other for a long you, time, you
2: never put it on, because you said I can't put it on with Steven because he's going to quote the entire thing. That's
0: true, and, it, and I was right.
2: No, I just quote the entire thing when the movie's
0: not on. No, you do. Um... <laughs> Uh, so Back to the Future, that was a movie that came out about uh, 30, 33 years 30 ago, years ago. Wow, Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I like that you just kind of <laughs> follow her. Like, Great Scott. Uh, but we're going to talk about some things that are coming out in the future today. Uh, we're we're going to do a little time traveling on our own, I suppose, uh, because th- right now the movie uh, Avengers Infinity War has not yet come to theaters. But before this episode is over, we are going to be talking about Avengers Infinity War through the magic of time travel and editing. Where we are? Yeah, we definitely are because this uh, when this comes out, the movie will have been out for a few days. It will just have had a record-breaking opening weekend, I'm sure. Oh yeah. And oh, uh, yeah, it already has a record-breaking
2: pre I think the, the pre-sales sale. for this movie have already outsold the previous seven Marvel movies.
0: All right, wow. so we're gonna we're gonna be talking about this later on in this episode, but also later on in our lives. So who let's let's do a little um, time capsule right now. Let's throw something in so that later on, like w- what is it like a prediction or something on uh, the movie? Someone's or gonna die. Some, okay, so so that way we can at the beginning of the episode we can say this is going to happen in this movie, and at the end of the episode we can say aha we were right or we were wrong. So Jackie says someone's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Steven, anything any predictions about? this movie anything that you think oh this is going to be what happens um well someone's going to die jackie already said that
2: can't Um, take
3: it it's mine
0: he does it to me well we already
2: talked about that we already talked about on last episode
0: i know so we're going to talk about new things now any other predictions anything that you hope to see happening
2: yes um we're going to see um something fantastic four in this movie
0: whether it's Silver Surfer that, or one of the Fantastic I, yeah. Fours or Galactus. That's an interesting theory. Where did you develop that theory from, Steven? I stole it from you. Yes, you did. <laughs> Nathany, any predictions?
5: Yeah, Squirrel Girl is going to stop Thanos. Bro, oh, my gosh. That would be crazy, what if, that's right? What if Squirrel Girl life. was in this movie? Yeah. What just, if Squirrel Girl replaces Adam Warlock. She takes all the all the stones off of and just stuffs on her cheeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'll never look for them here. <laughs> now, Adam Warlock exists in the MCU. We know he's got a yeah. sovereign cocoon. Is he going to show up in this movie? I don't think so, because
2: according to Scott Higa, according to James Gunn, he's not going to show up until after, until like Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is stupid. But he could show up in it, but he would still be kind of young and naive. Any
0: Any theories for this movie, Jessica?
2: No Fantastic
1: Four. Until end credits.
0: She's
2: shutting you down. No, I mean, because this I, still think, fits ev- in with I think I
1: think Avengers Four is going to be a, the Avengers logo and the Fantastic Whoa. Four logo. Ooh. Ooh.
5: That's magical. Okay. That's okay. fantastic. Interesting. That's Marvel trying to shut us down. Not- a <laughs> <the> little fizzle thing, <laughs> that's okay. Marvel like have- s- Wait, let's hold on,
2: wait. We're gonna make a crappy Avengers movie. Let's
5: go with the rest of the Fantastic Four. Now, would
0: you rather see the Fantastic Four, or would you rather see Would you rather Ooh. see Avengers? Four be Avengers versus X Men. Yes, that's Ooh. that is what that, well, I that's... am predicting. Do you remember when they did they did him, the right? Avengers versus X Men crossover? Yeah, wasn't it because the Phoenix Force like got on all? It was like because they got they got on all the X Men. It was um, well, it was Namor. It was Cyclops. It was um, uh, who's Ma- Magic? I think the uh, uh, Colossus's sister and um, uh, Emma Frost. And they all they all kind of had part of the Phoenix in them. Huh. And they went oh. Avengers versus X Men would be so bad.
4: Yeah, that's what I think is possibly going to happen. Bad in like, a good
0: uh, way. I mean,
1: because Black Panther, Cyclops does is Mary. showing
4: up at the end credit scene. Something crazy like Cyclops, Wolverine yeah. against Captain America.
5: Wait, wait, hear me yeah. out. Hear me out. Avengers versus X Men
0: versus Inhumans. No, to the minds no. you go. We're done. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> Well, predictions aside, moving over to the booth to acknowledge the man who makes all the sounds and buttons and things like that happen. It's Perry's own Nicholas Warner Sadler. Hello. What's going on, Nick? School. All right. Same stuff. Same stuff. <laughs> uh, consistency is key here. Uh, well, before we get started with our show tonight, we're going to be talking uh, about lots of fun things, but we, uh, we're going to get started with one of our Nerd of God cast traditions. It's a quick game that we call... If we were.
4: Character from a movie or a video game of famous flying use from some deep in space. It's time to find out from the hisses and hers. We're gonna play a game called If We
5: Were.
0: Alright, on tonight's If We Were, we're gonna go around the horn and see who we think that we would be if we were fantastic fantasy fictional nerdy weapons that's right anything from uh the lightsaber to the batarang we're gonna see who we think we would be if we were smashed down fighting beat em up weapons uh from the word uh the world of nerddom so i'll give you guys a chance to think about that and while you guys are thinking about who you would be if you were a cool nerdy weapon uh we're gonna let you guys know how you can get connected with us you can find us across all the social medias on twitter facebook instagram youtube and snapchat are we on snapchat Yes. I mean, yeah.
3: we're on it, but do we use it?
6: Nope. No. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You can find us across all the social medias: Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Vero. Uh, what? Nobody uses that one either. What's Nobody Vero? uses exactly. What is, that? What is a Vero, Vero? Was a
2: very quickly like popular social media thing that was like Twitter and and uh, Instagram. Instagram but mostly for, like, video stuff. And then it lasted for about two days, and then just then nobody...
0: You can find us it. on Instagram at Nerd of Godcast. <laughs> we usually hang out on Twitter anyway. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog online at NerdofGodcast.com. You can email us at NerdofGodcast at gmail.com, or you can check out uh, our sister show, The Nerd of God Daily, on your Amazon Alexa flash briefing, or available downloadable as a podcast on itunes or wherever fine podcasts are consumed we got a lot going on and uh also twins let us know how uh the listeners can help us out there's a lot of ways that they can be involved in pushing the nerd of god cast forward and with vigor uh helping us to to raise it to new levels how can they uh, how can they help us make that happen how can we get by with a little help from our friends
1: well, you can like, share, or subscribe across all of our social media channels. Come and interact with us and be our friends. Yes. You can also rate and review
3: us on Apple Podcasts yes. and Alexa Skills. It would refill our heart containers and we'd be forever grateful.
0: Forever grateful. We love stars, especially when they come in fives. Yes. Awesome. So let's get back to the game. If we were, uh, Eenie, Meeny, Miney, Mo, I wonder where this question goes. E.J., if EJ was a cool fictional fantasy nerdy weapon, what kind of weapon would EJ be? Okay, I got something
2: and I guarantee nobody else is going to guess this. Or okay. say this. Okay. He is and not for what it does, but for what it is. He's the blame thrower from Mystery Men.
0: Interesting. I don't know what that is.
2: It's a it's a gun that you shoot and it's like a subsonic kind of like you don't see the the projectile. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what? So let's say I have it and I shoot you. You will then turn to somebody else and just cast blame on them. So it's oh. it's a non lethal weapon to get like people to fight amongst themselves. Like mm-hmm. the point of
0: view gun from Mister uh, from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Sure.
2: Okay. Uh, but. The reason why I said that is because the blame Thrower is creative and innovative, and it's not like
0: anything else, which is what I think of when I think of EJ. Interesting. Oh, thank you. Interesting. Anybody else have something for EJ?
3: I can't remember what it's called, but um, in Super Mario Sunshine, Baby Bowser has this little paintbrush that he uses to wreck havoc on Isle Delfino, and it's literally a paintbrush that he can paint anything and go anywhere with. That's so awesome. I was like, I, awesome. I think that's EJ cool. would like that. He'd use it for the good. That's
4: cool. That's so really cool.
5: I had the uh, the Splatoon weapons. I don't know which one specifically, thought. but
0: like a, it's like a paint gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. EJ would
3: yeah. be a paint. Is gun. it a weapon or is that's it
0: just like I a thought. paint gun? No, it's, a it's, I mean, it's a, a, a. it's a shooting game, so it's what they shoot each other with. But it just look like a. Uh,
2: like a paintball. Well, uh, technically, it's so an ink squirrel.
1: It's paintball it. <laughs>
0: Yes, <they> Yes, is. <laughs> I've played before. So, Jessica, right. you got anything better?
1: Uh, no, that was Splatoon paint gun. Oh, is he still yours, too?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had, um, I don't know if you guys will c- count this as a weapon, but I do. Um, odd Jobs hat.
5: Oh, that's funny. Yes. Oh. Yeah, oh. right? Well, yeah, that's if you, cool. If he can cut a
0: statue's head, he's then got then a, yes, it's the fancy weapon. hat, but he takes it off and throws it. <laughs> and from it, uh, from, uh, James, Goldfinger. Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Cool. Goldfinger. Not, Goldfinger. Mm. not the not the shoe. No, who throws a shoe? Really? Uh, My honestly. grandma. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> <laughs> Choncletas coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
4: said odd jobs hat. Right. EJ, do you have one for yourself? Yeah, uh, I was a spray paint can from Jet Set Radio.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah,
4: yeah. Okay. nice. So that that was. Uh, but I like y'all. That, so that works cool. well. All right, well, uh, we'll just go ahead and move to
0: your right. How about Jackie? If Jackie was a fictional, Jesus. nerdy fantasy weapon. I got the best one about one that's What scene? do you I, got? Go
5: are you sure? I said Jackie was Sting from Lord that's of the Rings. That's a good answer. Because it's the like it. smaller sword, but it's still like super it's more powerful of a and it's colorful.
0: Open you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my sister in law a Sting letter opener love for it. Christmas.
3: I really so awesome. awesome. love that they marketed that. Yeah. Like it was oh, a yeah. joke, and then they actually made the product. Yep.
6: Yeah, I got so I got
2: some, I, th- I think this is better, but y'all probably won't. But I say Jackie's the noisy cricket from Men in Black.
0: See, that's what I put for Jessica because <laughs> she's tiny. <laughs> I was but looking no. at that, but she packs a lot. Yeah, I, I put, got something else. I was up. looking at that. I got one. something else, else for Jessica I put yeah. Jessica as the noisy cricket. There's only one right answer for Jackie. If you didn't put the master sword, you're wrong.
2: Yeah. There you go. what somebody likes? Yeah. I was something that fits them. It like, fits.
1: It fits her. I had two blades of Aznath from Old Warcraft. There we go. They're two blades and they make one. Yeah.
5: Nice. I also I had, had that uh, anything that you can throw, like a throwing star, because Jackie's small. She's a chonqueta. I, <laughs> I, I also
2: picked stuff that like you can't get, you can't get something similar in the real world. Mm. So like
0: the master sword. It, okay, Steven, all your answers are I better than ours.
2: No, I was store? just saying. Like Fun I was, fact? I was just trying to find something that was Fantasyful? It was what, what? Fantasyful. Mm-hmm. It's a new word
0: It's, it's fantastical
2: and fantasy Fantasible. I think oh,
0: there's a better is. word for that Fantastic and fantasy, there's no full in there Oh, sorry, something's full of something <laughs> uh, <laughs> How about Steven? What would Steven be? Oh, Steven has, has no idea I think of anything. Steven's eleven's uh, <laughs> telepathic powers Eleven's telepathic
4: powers. Interesting. Why you yeah. why, I won't say why, it's why a that? Weapon. I want to put powers eh, as weapon. She used but. it to like flip a van. Then you would just no, be but, but, eleven. But
2: you can then you can pick like the powers of any superhero. Then one. you would be eleven. Yeah,
4: Steven's
5: telling She's you that you're weapon. wrong.
4: He's saying you're wrong. That's cool. That's what I chose. Sorry.
5: <laughs>
4: sorry, Steve. So Try to give sorry.
5: you cool powers, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Gives I mean you can't I appreciate be, it, but can't be it, ain't you grateful. Don't. it ain't a
0: weapon. Apparently Steven has rules for this game <laughs> that none of the rest of us got. Sorry. Uh all right. <laughs> so what do you have for Steven?
5: Uh I have the dubstep gun from a game that I've never played before and I've actually never seen play, but I just know about the dubstep gun. What's it from? A uh, Saints Row game. Nope. 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 Now, nope.
2: nope. Nope.
0: Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. I veto that one.
2: Yep, veto. <laughs> strang their boat. I'll take I'll take 11 telepathic powers over that. Who
0: else has something for Steven?
1: Um, I had Ash's weapon from, was it the... The, the chainsaw hand? Yeah. Or yeah. the... <laughs> no, the, was it was like a boomstick. The, oh, the boomstick's a shotgun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I, see, I had originally, that was my original answer, was Ash's chainsaw hand was for Steven. That's right. It's like not elegant and a little noisy, but... It gets the job done, <laughs> and it's kind of cool to have a chainsaw for a hand. <laughs> yep.
3: Why? I always
0: call Steven my right-hand guy anyway, so, you know, just give him a chainsaw. <laughs> um, but I changed mine to Mjolnir, which is apparently not an okay thing, because it's something—it's a hammer, which it can exist in real life. Yeah, well, yeah. no, Mjolnir can't exist in real life. Oh, okay. I would have put Mjolnir Probably Mjolnir doesn't for exist me.
1: anymore at all.
6: But,
0: man. No. Um, Sad. <laughs> But it's just something he likes, so I don't know that that goes with your rules of the game. Well, no. I, there's no rules to the game. No, she can't be the master sword.
2: No, I was, just, I was going by what I was picking. I don't, yeah, there's no rules to what you guys picked, but I limits to what my, my imagination did.
0: Did you do something for Steven?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you, did. Did. Oh, yeah you did. The, the inappropriate
0: one. Um, yeah, just I'm glad that you never played that game. Don't play that game. Don't tell anybody don't to play p- that game. Don't plan on it. Don't plan on it. Um, I
2: would have said uh, uh, Fat Boy. It's a. Nuke. What did you call me? It's a. Nu- <laughs> it's a nuke mm. in uh, Fallout. In Fallout, yeah, the big one
0: that's hanging there, in uh. No, that's the. That, that's, uh, that's the mega. Oh, the, it's the gun that shoots a, yeah. a nuke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so moving around. Uh, how about uh, how about Jessica?
2: Okay, I don't know if this
0: one. counts. I already said noisy cricket. I don't know if this
2: one counts, but for Jessica, I put Cyclops as glasses. Even though it just kind of helps whatever's coming out of his eyes, but if you ever get in a stare down from Jessica, (laughs) 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 it is one of the most terrifying things you'll imagine. And I don't want to get stared down by Cyclops or by Jessica. I gotcha. I like
6: that one. The
0: burning stare down. It's good. Anybody got something better? I I like the Noisy Cricket one. Your answer was pretty spot on. That was top notch. Thank you, thank you. I feel like we we can share credit for that one. Sure. Uh, (laughs) Uh, All right. How about Neff?
2: What a, what
0: a, Come on! Have, oh, At least yeah. he didn't say "Fat Boy" for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got something for Nef, but it
2: it? it's similar to Jessica's. It's not really a. It's a weapon. It can be a weapon. It's not always a weapon. What, what is it? Green Lantern's ring.
4: That's exactly what I said. Uh, yeah, I think that was wrote. We'll say
2: because That's what I, it's not one hundred percent a weapon, but it can be a weapon. I bet you if, I mean, if EJ said it, they would be wrong, right? No.
1: I mean, I was more specific. What did you say? The G E M one thirty four minigun. Whoa! That comes out of the ring. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Q2 Nef pantomiming <laughs> using the minigun.
5: <laughs> yes, uh, I had a, a neutron pack, a proton pack. A proton. Yeah, I had Say it yep. again. The electron pack. The Jimmy Neutron pack. A boson a <laughs> boson bomber. <pack. laughs> <And the, laughs> Say uh, it again. It's the Neutrona wand yeah. and a proton pack. All right, no I, no that's what I put for you was the proton pack.
2: Yeah. Uh, That's what I originally wrote, and then I changed it to Green Lantern ring.
5: I like both. Why? Can't, why not both? I like why both. can't you be why the ring <laughs> that
2: has the proton? Pack? Why
5: can't my Green Lantern ring just turn and just give me a proton?
0: That'll pack? teach you to mess with the guy with a positron glider. Um. All right. Open to somebody else. How about Nick? What would Nick be?
3: He is the sonic screwdriver. The sonic oh, screwdriver.
0: Good yes. answer. But is that a weapon?
2: cuz
3: I guess. thought that at
2: first it for Jackie
3: be. I think it
5: But be. I always a
2: thought of it as a tool not a weapon He's
5: good with technology but yeah, not I mean not
2: a hammer a, a tool
3: I was going
0: to say a screwdriver is a tool but if I came at you with it <laughs> yes but I could be a tool but I'd
3: come
4: you at you uh, oh, well, uh Nick is very
3: handy and he's really good with like building and tinkering things except for so. wood except for wood he just can't do it man He's a
4: hand phaser from Star Trek Now, hold on That's what I said I was a to phaser Wait
3: wait time out time out Why do you
5: say
4: he can't do wood That's part of the
3: sonic screwdriver
5: Oh okay I was going to say cuz like
0: of the first thing that Nick ever. <laughs> made for me was this like wooden handle that we used in our middle school service uh-huh. like this cool like teched out wooden thing it was like the first thing I still remember that Nick and I still appreciate it see I, I said it was the, the big switch
2: I said the identity disc from Tron why because it's deadly but it's also one of the like most smarter weapons that you'll find out there
0: see for me I made Nick I don't even have a specific one for it, but any of the cliffhanger uh, supervillain weapons from the end of the 1966 Batman TV series. Like some big room sized overcomplicated doomsday mechanism that's going to like slowly dip them into a vat of wax or, you know, through a buzzsaw. It's like, will the Cape Crusaders escape from this devious machination? Like some big overcomplicated supervillain doomsday device. That's what I'm Nick for is a Nick.
2: bomb you just can't get rid of. So.
6: Okay,
0: and I guess that's it. Uh, well, I guess that leaves me as uh,
6: lightsaber.
4: No. I a lightsaber. No, I had
5: Aragorn's. I uh, put a repulsor, uh,
4: repulsor blast. Oh, these are all good answers, <laughs>
2: except mine. Apparently, I said, I said as a lightsaber. Your first answer was no. I don't. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I was wrong. I was going to be specific. Uh, you're wrong. You're Anakin's not, lightsaber, not or Luke or Ray's lightsaber. Anna but Kenan's no, lightsaber. I'm Mace Windu's
0: lightsaber back home.
2: <laughs> Actually, I was going to I was going to I was going to as a joke put everybody else's lightsaber to somebody else's. I was going to put Mace Windu for EJ. There, um.
1: I said the Ashbringer from World of Warcraft because it is a wielded by a paladin who brings the holy light to slay the onion. Boom. Boom. Jessica's answer. See, that's for
4: myself, microphone drop. I put,
0: I'm the holy hand grenade of Antioch from uh. Monty Python Close Holy Grail. <laughs> so, very much along the same lines. But then I, I backed up and I made myself a portal gun. Oh. oh. Cool. There it is.
2: Because whatever. Five, Five is right out. Because <laughs> <out. laughs> whatever.
0: Well, let us know what you would be if you were a cool, nerdy <laughs> weapon. <laughs> Again, don't forget you can connect with us. Give us some feedback. Uh, hashtag, if we were, uh, all across our social medias at nerd of Godcast. And now, strap yourself in to the Wayback Machine because we're going to pump this thing up to 88 miles an hour. We're going to travel into the future, or I guess uh, to the present from where you are right now. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, new Marvel Avengers Infinity War. The movie which turned out to be the greatest cinematic experience of our lifetimes. The movie that turned out to be one of the most disappointing cinematic experiences of our lifetimes. I had to record them both just because we don't know which way it's going to go. The phenomenon. <laughs> the movie.
3: I would be so that. disappointed if it was bad.
5: The movie. Wow. When, when was the
1: last time Marvel put out? But a
5: can movie you though? imagine if this movie's bad?
1: Like it was DC the biggest bad. No,
4: it won't be that. Won't. You know like what?
1: Inhumans bad.
4: It's
0: possible. Oh, you shut oh, your oh, mouth! No. Oh. All right. Well, let's find out if the movie is good or bad. Uh, let's go to us and see what we think. Hello, future Steve. Yeah. So we just saw this movie. We're still fresh uh, butter from the popcorn under our fingernails. What was your experience? It was definitely it was definitely an
2: experience, I will say that. I did not expect to have such a range of feelings and emotions throughout cuz they definitely it's definitely like I don't think you could genre this movie because you have everybody that you see and they have their own individual movies. Those individual movies still come through in their scenes in this movie. So, like, you have the Guardians that are still kind of lighthearted. They're still lighthearted in this movie. And you have, you know, Wakanda, and Wakanda is, you know, the fantastical uh, jungle. But it's just, it's all these different characters that you see. There's their own characters still. It's not like you have all these people together and it's like a, a mess of a tone or a mess of. A story.
0: Well, two hours and 40 minutes of, of this movie, and we never stopped jumping from plot line to plot line. Yeah. I mean, characters really across the galaxy, uh, jumping from Wakanda to uh, to the, to Titan to nowhere. Uh, we were following people all across the galaxy. Did you feel like it was exhausting? Was it, was it tiring to kind of keep up with everything that was going on? Uh, for two hours and 40 minutes, this movie really never let up. Yeah, it was one of those movies where I
2: didn't. it didn't feel like it was 2 hours and 40 minutes. Once the movie, anytime a scene would kind of come to a close or a slow down, it would jump to another one, so it didn't really feel like there were any slow moments or parts where the movie was just dragging. Was that
0: smooth? or, or I mean, there were some moments to me where it felt a little exhausting, a little disconcerting. I'm, we're jumping back and forth, and, okay, this is all happening, this is all happening, and then meanwhile over here, uh, scene change, character change... To, even in some sense a tonality change uh, was. do you think there was too much in this movie?
5: I, I, well, for me there was a couple of times when I wanted to watch one storyline and of course it all you know is one collective storyline in a whole and it all comes together but at the same time it's all these separate ones and there were times when I wanted to focus on one storyline and we were cutting to another, and another. The other one was bad. They were all really entertaining, and I wanted to know what was going on in each single one. But there were times when it would cut away at a point where I was like, uh, "I, what, wh- Why would you cut now? There's, there's so like, much going on. Which almost, is a good. It's a good like cliffhanger thing for next time you see it. And yeah, like, it's oh. almost
2: like a like a, a thousand cliffhangers in one movie. Like each scene kind of left you wanting it to continue, but then you would get invested in the new scene that you were
0: in. And There were some times that the tone changes honestly felt like they were putting me off a little bit. And there was moments where you had some well-placed humor that sort of broke some tension, but then there were some times where something's happening and it's a tense, dramatic moment, and then we shift gears and it's just banter. On the other side. Now you don't expect one group of characters, uh, a planet away, to know what's happening uh, on the other side of the galaxy. But uh, there was just a couple moments where there was some real emotional things happening, or some real sense of of danger or or threats. And then we shift over, and it seemed uh, like the other characters weren't feeling. That tension, they weren't feeling that, and it, that was a little bit of, a little jarring for me in some moments. You probably they probably did this as well as it was possible for it to be done, but uh, there was a lot in this movie, and
2: um, I, I, it, they're telling like six stories at one time. So I mean, like it's it's interesting how they chose to tell it. Yeah.
5: And when you say it, like, how are you saying like uh, how uh, they, they they had one one area would be. You know, a, a different tone than the other ones. One would be like heightened, like tension, and then one would be a little bit softer. Uh, at the time, I think that really helped with the climax of the film when it all got amped up on every single storyline.
0: Did you feel like the climax was really amped up? What was what was the most amped up part of the climax for you? Because I I thought that. There was a, a real climax that w- with, and we'll just call it a team. We have the, the separation of powers. You have kind of where Iron Man is is in one area mm-hmm. and Captain America is in one area. I felt like the Iron Man scenes were the more dramatic yeah. of the yeah. scenes, and then when they shifted back to the Captain America, I felt like it tied everything up real quick. And then just dropped it all. Well, and then there on was the, the, on the cliffhanger. And then you
5: have Thor. Those were like the three: they had Thor, Iron Man. I'm talking in
0: the end, because because by oh. by the end, you you really only have two plot lines that yeah. you're following. That's fair. They they raised the stakes higher in this movie than in any other MCU movie before. Yeah, and. Uh, but there's some
5: you know lasting I mean? things that happen in this movie.
2: And you don't know who's safe. Like, yeah. from the get-go, it's like, oh, well, I guess anything can happen to anybody. Anything yeah. can
0: happen. And they do. And they open up this thing. I mean, before you even get to the title card, they, they open this thing up with, oh, by the way, Infinity War. I mean, yeah. it's, it is yeah, it is it yeah. is all all the cards are down on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thanos had his little mod squad of bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you? Uh, what was your impression of them? Because that that was that was a risky move, kind of with his little uh, his little four horsemen of Steppenwolf. There,
5: there yeah. was a couple cool, like, I don't know. There was like one, how many? Did, did he have? five. He had three, four, four, four. Yeah, uh, yeah. they they were pretty cool. What's um, it? That's why I said four horsemen. There was one in particular who has like actual powers. Powers. The, the Ebony Maw. Yeah, and he's. So cool. He's like, a, he's a bad dude. The other ones were really cool because they were combat trained, but this dude was all about using his powers. Yeah. And that's, I thought he was like, I could see Thanos using him in so many different ways, and and he did a lot of stuff. He messed a lot. Of he was the up. one.
0: He was the one that in the scene from the trailer where you have uh, the the four coming out of Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum. So you got Strange, Wong, uh, Bruce Banner, and Tony Stark. And he was the one that had kind of the first showdown with mm-hmm. them in that scene. So you you know that there's there's something happening there, and uh, formidable right yeah. off the against bat, all those guys right off the bat. And um and and I mean the interaction that he had with Doctor Strange was really remarkable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Strange. A mm-hmm. wizard. A w- <laughs> <laughs> His own right <rant. laughs> I mean, maybe not a standout amongst the MCU, but in this movie... Oh, he's
5: big. He's big, big time.
4: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I really... I don't know what it was for me that, like... I, I guess I don't know what it was exactly that I wasn't really, like... like not happy, but to see him. But every time he was on screen, I'd be like, all right, that's cool, that's cool. But, I mean, that was my thought. I guess I wanted to see more people on screen more than Doctor Strange. That see, was me personally.
5: I love Doctor Strange because I love Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. and I keep forgetting he's British. I'll just keep yeah. saying that. Each time I watch him as Doctor Strange, I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's
4: yeah. a Brit." So so is Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I did appreciate though was the banter between him and Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was great. A lot of people don't, you know, step toe to toe with Tony well, like that. So he's, it's, it's ma- cool. he's the
5: magical Tony Stark. <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm
4: saying like Doctor Strange in the movie
2: is kind of a jerk. So he still has his jerkiness. I think a he's bit. a I think he's a bigger jerk than Tony Stark. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like Tony Stark is sarcastic. Doctor Strange, yeah, I don't uh, Tony Stark
0: <laughs> is a jerk because he uh, he just doesn't know any better. Like he's a little aloof to people's feelings but yeah I think Doctor Strange is kind of like uh, I'm smarter than you yes. so.
5: But you yeah. gotta think like they focus on the characters or they put focus and importance on the characters who had infinity stones because obviously that's what Thanos is yeah. going for so obviously Doctor Strange was going to play a big part because he had the uh, eye of uh, Agamotto uh-huh. and so that had the uh, time stone time stone in it so obviously he's going to be a big Dormammu world. I've come to bargain I've come to bargain Woo. So the apple is ripe again. <laughs> <laughs> so you
0: you have conflict coming from every side of the MCU. Uh, everybody saw the, in the in the trailer, and there's obviously an expectation. Uh, Vision is on his life is on the line when people were watching this thing. Now I was surprised because uh, when the the trailer showed it, it was just a foregone conclusion that well Vision's dead now because yeah. we see them kind of coming after him. But he played a, a large role in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, what was your What was your who surprised you in this, without going into any you know, details, for good or ill, who was a character that you went, wow, that was really awesome, or wow, that was less than awesome? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet wow. Witch. Because she lost her accent. Yes, yeah, she did.
2: She had an American <laughs> accent that entire movie. Like, what is that about? I could not, not focus on that. But, yeah, I, no, seriously, though, I did. I liked, I liked her more in this movie than I had in the other ones. She's not like the standout out for me. I said that yeah. as a joke. Although but. her
5: her thing with vision has played up a little more
0: for obvious reasons. Sure, and I'm but. glad that, I mean, they, they've established that from even from Age yeah. of Ultron. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, it But it was good to see that all play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, who surprised you, in a good way or in a bad way?
5: I don't know. The Guardians were really surprising in this movie. Why, it,
0: why surprising?
5: Because, like, they were, I don't know. I guess their interactions with other characters was something that I really wanted to see because they haven't interacted with any of the other MCU characters up to this point, point. Mm-hmm. and so seeing that happen, it was just a really cool thing. And so
0: see, that was the I was most disappointed in the Guardians. Really? Yeah. I was, Why? Be, uh, without going into any actual details, I was most disappointed in Star Lord. Uh, he every time that he was on screen, he was frustrating to me. Yeah, I uh, think that's like fair. there
2: were a couple times in the movie where I'm just like. Like, so, I can see what they're going to do, I can see what he's going to do, and I kind of wish they wouldn't do that because it's just kind of like, yeah, even though you would think this is part of his character, sometimes smart, he's like, he's not an idiot. Like, why would he, like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Like, and I even though I, I liked that they still kept them the same, like they still, they were still the guardians, but there were times where it's like, okay, maybe they're just here for the levity rather than pushing the story forward. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh
5: Gamora. Oh, yeah. She was very surprised. Yeah, I, I really, out of all the Guardians, I enjoyed her the most. She got I the. Agree. I agree. She got like the most development in this movie than she did in the other two movies. But well, now, this those was
0: her. This is her coming back to her story. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, whole, the whole thing that we never saw before the first Guardians was her relationship with yeah. Thanos. We only saw her on loan to Ronan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
2: and in the first Guardians, she's like this, you know, warrior chick who's just kind of like hardened and like standing like. Keeping people away, and then Guardians Two, she kind of lets people in. So in this yeah. one, she's the most vulnerable. Even before all the crap goes down, she yeah. has already let herself become vulnerable. So you've kind of had a slow build of her character, and then this movie, the, mo- the most of the building is done in this
0: one. You've got uh, you've got a lot of interesting character development in some characters in this movie, and then some people just kind of show up in the disserviceable version of themselves. Um, Bruce Banner. Reintroduced into the mainstream earthbound MCU in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Is this one of the more enjoyable Bruce Banners, or is this less than what you were hoping for?
4: Without, you know, giving stuff away, I I would personally say, and maybe for the sake of the storyline, it had to be this way, but I I was disappointed and I wanted to see more. More, more. More. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see more.
5: I, uh,. I don't know, I, I was kind of... But I mean, near the end, there were parts that I was like, oh, that's really cool. And But a lot of times he felt like both a plot point and then a point of humor just because of the fact that he wasn't... Like, he was Bruce Banner, and of course all the Thor Ragnarok stuff happened, so him and the Hulk have this whole thing going on. So, like, th- that whole dynamic was interesting to see um, being played out on the uh, in, in the movie. Especially when it came to his interactions with other people and how he had to do what he had to do.
0: So you mentioned Ragnarok. So post Ragnarok, post uh, Thor, kind of coming into his own. Uh, he was a guy that sort of had his uh, his own major thrust. So you, you know, you mentioned it lightly uh, earlier, I believe, Neff. If if there was sort of a Team Tony Stark and a Team Steve Rogers, there was equally a Team Thor. Yep. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah.
1: That was my
2: favorite. Yeah, I, mean, I I'm enjoy biased. Team Thor. I'm biased yeah. because I love Thor. But he
0: but. had his own, like, and he, on he his team. Crew. But yeah. it was, But it was primarily the Thor show. Yes. Yeah. This seemed dangerously close to Marvel's Justice League. Dangerously close in the in the tone and the the, the cadence of this movie huh. of all the different characters coming together and their sort of awkward uncomfortable interactions it mirrored the same form that Justice League did the the big otherworldly battle with a you know strange super powered ancient villain um, it, it just kind of felt like it was cut from the the dark cloth of of DC.
5: Well, I think the difference is. Um, in Justice League we had characters who some of them were being introduced for the first time. And in this one we have characters that we've been following for ten years. I didn't say
0: it fell into the same potholes and, oh. and the pitfalls that Justice League did. It was did. almost like
5: it was they
2: did what just it's like
0: if they did what Justice League did we get it right. This movie does not have a ride off into the sunset, no. happy ending, no. triumphal, like... Which I no. enjoy. Like, yeah. the, when, the, when those credits rolled, I don't know, what was it like in your theater?
2: Well, one guy yelled an expletive. Yeah. It, it, went, it went from, like, reaction, quick reaction, and then Nothing. everyone just kind of stayed quiet. Like in anticipation and, for the end uh, credits. And the There's... least amount of people in ten years of Marvel movies, the least amount of people got, got up, and up and walked left.
4: out. Yeah, it was almost like you, you almost felt... The vibe was that everybody wanted more they wanted questions answered and it was almost like this mysterious like okay so yeah we're gonna wait uh, and for the first time in mcu history scenes. they're like see you next year yeah yeah. That, yeah that was weird for me because usually i don't leave uh, an mcu movie feeling that no. way. Feel like good. between i feel yeah liked. like they resolve something yeah.
2: between now and uh part two of whatever this is going to be or the next movie you have Ant-Man and Wasp which I'm assuming does not it takes place before this movie it
0: clearly has to and then
2: <laughs> Captain Marvel which definitely t- it takes yeah. place in the 90s yeah. so we have no continuation of this no, story this will go straight one. until
0: the next one so okay going back to into underused characters who was someone that wow they just didn't they didn't show up they didn't use them a lot in this movie Cap I, I, was, That's, I would yeah. agree It's yeah. my number one answer and
2: then, not in a bad way like I'm not saying I'm mad at it I think they used him as much as they should have I think he's probably going to be more of a bigger plot point or not plot point like in a bad way but he's going to be more important to the plot in the next movie I'm going to
0: put a bookmark there we'll come back to it later continue but I,
2: I do think that he was just he, like, he took a back seat because he had to
5: mm-hmm. right
0: um, a little bit a little bit Spider-Man but yeah. But not so much because because Spider Man got some really great moments in this movie. Yeah, it's
5: yeah, some good quips.
0: But uh, a, a little bit. But <laughs> there, I,
2: there's a whenever we start talking about. Well, no, this isn't a spoiler. Amazing to me when Spider Man when they're fighting the people at the beginning of the movie uh, in New York with Doctor Strange and this guy's throw he throws like a car at Tony Stark and Spider Man just catches like, oh hey, how you doing? It's a. It, I love it when they just show how strong he is. How's acts that? How's that not a
0: spoiler? Because
2: it's action scene in the beginning of the movie he stops it and says hello just, he's
0: already there you see him you see now Steven you made the point earlier about like oh it was cool how like when you shifted over it felt like well this feels like this or this feels like this <clears throat> I, I liked it the first time they shifted to the Guardians and you've got the song playing and now you feel like yeah we're with that and that yeah. was cool but the tonal shifts that happened after that took me out of it it wasn't seamless i think civil war did a better job yeah. at shifting from characters and locations than than this one did because there was it was a bit more jarring and as far and, and disparate as the sh- the scenes were shifting and as many shifts as it took and over such a long time eventually it was it was kind of exhausting
5: yeah well, on the note of uh, there being so many different places in this movie those Russo brothers really love their giant uh title cards, don't they? Hit, yeah, right? they sure <laughs> do. <laughs> just telling you, "Hey, we're here." Wakanda.
0: Uh, we but you need it.
5: I mean, yeah. you,
2: you in this movie. You, so many you places. To, yeah. the best one they had was just space. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're in space now, so here you go. Yeah.
0: There we are. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was it was good. Okay, so uh Thanos as a villain, uh, out of 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. Yeah, He's this because not
2: only that, but I actually Cared about him a little bit, and that's what I meant by rooting for him. And like, I don't want to go into the spoiler talk just yet. He had, but I liked that conviction. That I, I liked. I can't, I can't talk about without talking about it. So I'm not gonna say anything just
5: yet. Because in like Guardians of the Galaxy, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, the only time you really see Thanos doing Thanos things is when he's like, uh, like at the end of Avengers 2, where he's like, "I'll do it myself." Or in Guardians of the Galaxy, he was like. I will bathe the stars with your blood. He's, he's,
0: <laughs> Nef Neff was just making the I'm sitting in a big floating yeah. chair motion.
5: <laughs> it looks like I'm also playing a giant piano. It's like two salt basses mm, at the
0: same time. Or like,
2: or like your weird T Rex.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, this was he was he was very well realized, yes. considering how so, wrong a character like Thanos can go. Oh, yeah, like how how wrong you he could easily can go Steppenwolf. I mean, I mean, and because when, mm-hmm. when they when we first saw him at the end of Avengers, I went, okay, wow, they just wrote a big check, and uh, I don't even know if they can cash this one. Uh, yeah. First off. I'm glad that they didn't go with Thanos for Avengers 2. Yes. which yeah. was kind of an early plan for them to do that. I'm glad they decided to wait and let it build a little longer. So good for them. Yes. Way to go, yeah. Marvel. <laughs> uh, but it, it he was he was compelling. He was compelling. And and he didn't have to be despicable because he had Corvus Glaive and the Ebony Maw mm. and you know, he yeah. had those guys Midnight Midnight. He had them able to be uh despicable for him but as bad as those guys were and and listen and they were bad because they were fanatical and they were scared i
2: can't get his name the dude uh the squidward guy yeah uh, ebony moth yeah he was just like he's like like he comes in he's like welcome you're gonna die, and and it's good for you. Congratulations, yes. congratulations on your victory. You won the prize. <laughs> yes, he was like he's like you're gonna thank us for killing you right now. But then
5: I also love how he's like, if I don't get Thanos what Thanos wants, he's gonna kill me. Yeah. So I'm gonna do everything in my power to do what Thanos yeah. wants me to it's, do. It's the
0: right. He's like he's like an intergal. Goli- he's a cross between like a, a jihadist and a Jehovah's Witness. He's just right. he's like I'm just gonna show you my way of light, and that's gonna be by blowing you up. He's yeah. the uh, he's famous well, as nice. Dwight Shrew. <laughs> <laughs> just somebody just slowly closes and, the door. And off. he was, and he was like, by oh, far the, 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 the coolest of, of oh, the, yeah. the Quattro there. Dope. Um,
2: I, I didn't like, well, I for me, all those guys were they weren't disposable. won't use the word disposable because I can't think well, of the Well, the big one dude cooks, was a little. 241 <laughs> in the morning, but. Out of the four of them, he was the most enjoyable. But in my mind, I'm just like, I just, I just don't want to see these guys anymore. Really? I I mean,
4: not at first. After like having just like, I I didn't care too much for them myself.
5: Yeah, I didn't really like that big guy. The big guy was the least impressive. But
4: you've got to have he he's got to have
0: somebody and it's either going to be uh, cuz he can't just walk around and just punch everybody well, no, I'm there's black. there's 50 avengers <laughs> he can't just like punch to you punch to you so so you've got to have somebody that can be the, do the yeah. legwork. and you don't want him walking around with just a bunch of chitari again just yeah. like so, apocalypse
5: you he is the he is the his horseman
0: yes just like apocalypse but it's better just <laughs> doesn't are you, suck <laughs> are you making comparison between uh, Thanos and Dark Side because I don't know that's a, that that's fair. No 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 no. Apocalypse X Men
5: Apocalypse. <laughs>
4: are you making a comparison? Granny goodness versus uh, Proxima
5: Midnight. <laughs> well, Granny goodness wins. Are you to, talking about uh, Marvel versus
4: DC? Because on the way home, On the way here he was. The whole yeah, time. he was talking about and he was like, please don't compare this. I was, I was like, DC. have some
5: respect. for I watched Avengers Wonder Woman <laughs> today to get ready for Avengers um, Infinity War, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's one of the
2: things like, I'll say like, like tell him I'm like like one of the things that and I, we already spoke about this. That I appreciate about this that they didn't really do in Justice League was that they still kept the character. It almost felt like the Russo brothers took what the other directors had did when they had the characters and they still directed them the way that they had already been presented. That was
0: the, that was something and when when they went to to um, there was a scene that they went to from a previous Guardians of the Galaxy movie, mm-hmm. and it was that Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It felt like. The movies were coming together more
6: yes. than the characters
5: well, coming together. The producer, the, uh, I saw it in the in the producing credits, James they had James Gunn, John Favreau. Yeah, yeah. And it was like I like that, it's and like Kevin Good. Feige,
2: of course, of
6: course. Oh,
0: yeah. So it, it did. It felt like not just characters coming into like a, like oh, because it it, then it could just be like a cameo on cameo on cameo. Mm-hmm. It really did feel like all of the movies converging, and that was that was kind of a cool feeling. Yeah. Um, so at this point, um, we are taking the governor off. And uh, there be spoilers ahead Uh, At this point if you don't want to have any major spoilers If you don't want the movie ruined for you Please fast forward to time signature 1 hour 14 minutes I'm being serious This is your final warning We're about to go into detail about Infinity War So if you don't want to hear it, fast forward now I hate that they killed Spider-Man.
2: Well, here's the thing.
6: Okay,
0: let's oh, talk, about this. Let's talk thing. about this. Hold on. I hate how they killed oh, Spider-Man. Oh, no, no. Kill-
2: that they killed him or the fact that he was, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Uh, I, I the, feel the, so Scott, good. Scott, Higa, <laughs> and I
0: text each other at the same time. The uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, that's what we said. That's what we said. On <laughs> the way there. there, there here's uh, this I is have- Stark, I, I don't want to go. And then, and, called- and then he apologizes.
5: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Ew. I should have stayed on the bus. He didn't say it. There, but buddy. okay, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're we're
4: here. So it's like let's talk about them fading away. Are they dead? Or are I don't they think different... they're dead. I what think is that?
2: My my opinion is the people that you saw physically die. Yes. Which spoiler alert: Gamora, Loki, Heimdall.
0: Yeah. All the Heimdall movies. in the first two minutes. I had oh, Heimdall! Loki, yeah. Loki in the first five minutes. Yeah. Which
2: speaking of Loki. Neff called it. Neff said Loki's it. gonna die in that scene.
0: He, no, Neff not only called it, Neff provided evidence. He said we only ever see Loki in that one yes. scene in the movie. And
5: That's I told true. him and I was right about how, how Thor's how his motivation would be however, by that. I'm not mad at why he died. Yeah.
2: Sure. Was he wasn't being Weasley, he wasn't trying to get one over on Thanos to put himself over. He was trying to save the day. He to was trying him. to stop. He was trying to be the good guy. Now hold
0: on. In all fairness, maybe he wasn't. Maybe if Thanos would have just gone along with his whole huh. "I need a guide." You don't know. You failure. Is that your experience? If he would have just accepted him, maybe Loki would have been a little nah, more keen I to go I along. Think, I think no, Loki because Loki. Loki I think Loki's always looking out for Loki.
5: That was pretty fun. That was pretty funny though when he was like. Everybody's guy. Well, uh, I'm cool. I know. I, I know I, my way around. You've I, been there one time. I, I've
2: been. I
0: know enough. <laughs> I know where the. I know where the, they still, the shawarma. <laughs> uh, but
2: my whole my whole thing is, I think the people who faded away. There's a. It's something that Doctor Strange said. Before he said when he said there was, fourteen million or one point four million different outcomes that he saw. How many do we win? One. And then he said and then he goes on later and he gives him the stone and he goes like this like this is the end game like this has to happen I think darkest Strange is putting into play what needs to happen and I think that there's a way to reverse that part not to reverse everything because I think the character like does
4: that. it cheapen it if they do reverse it yes which I was gonna talk a little bit about because well of, you know who's
2: gonna be mad if they do do that is Sony
4: <laughs> I I do think it would cheapen it because in my mind I think they're dead I mean I I'm, I'm saying that they're oh gonna, no I think they're
2: dead but like I don't they're think gone. they're gonna stay dead I think there are gonna be characters who die like I said I, in my mind it's if you physically died mm-hmm. if we saw a dead body
5: you're dead like vision is vision is gone
0: yeah, with a yeah. vision, straight up death of Optimus yeah. primed in this yeah. thing. But he lasted he lasts
5: longer than we thought he was. Like we turn, he was gonna, turn
0: gray and everything. When he
5: got that that stab to the forehead, was like, oh, this is the scene from the trailer. He's gonna yeah, I thought he that, he going but to he that. didn't.
0: And he didn't. He, but okay. he added later. So so okay, before, let, let, we'll come back to to the death. Okay, um, this this movie opens up with and never really lets up. No. Uh Everybody oh. com- everybody comes together uh, and. and And their interactions when the characters begin crossing over is fantastic. Um, I I don't want to say it because this is a Christ-centered podcast. But uh, I love the interaction and the name calling between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange yeah. yes. right off the bat. Yeah, um, you know the, I love the, the 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 crossover between how the Guardians of the Galaxy were stunned at how good looking Thor was. Yeah, like, I've, got, I've got
2: muscles. <laughs> yeah, get, you know, that's it. You've know, you know, you know, get <laughs> you I'm getting a looks- flex. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a pirate and an angel had a baby. Yeah, And
5: then so they just so kept calling the pirate angel. But, you know, oh, or the pirate You God. bunny, a rabbit. A
4: rabbit. Oh <laughs> man. Because Thor's never seen a rabbit. Drax is like becoming slowly my, one oh. of my favorite characters period. Well, he was.
5: Speaking of death. Drax and his,
4: I've perfected standing <laughs> yeah.
0: so I could be invisible. Oh hey Drax. Oh, Drax. Oh, dang it. Dang it. <laughs> now here's,
2: here's one thing, and I need to ask you before for I forget. Uh-huh. During the credits, uh-huh. towards the end of the credits, it says, Arrested Development character provided by Fox. Uh-huh. What did I miss?
0: The Tobias col- Funke running in the blue. <laughs> the Collector yeah. had Tobias Funke in the blue. Really? No, and I didn't even see it. I did it. In the shorts and everything.
2: I am watching that movie again. Watch tomorrow. Again <laughs> In again.
0: Tomorrow. In the Collector's collection, uh-huh. Tobias Funke in the cutoffs.
5: The only wow. analyst and therapist.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Uh, Hulk. With his, um you mean five seconds of Hulk? Hulk with his. uh No, hold on. Let me go back. Hulk was
2: underused. <laughs>
0: Hulk, Banner was un- was overused. Well, Hulk on. was underused. I think that Hulk being underused was a wonderful flop, uh, t- uh, flip flop from Ragnarok, where it was only Hulk. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and he said, "If I become Hulk, I don't know. I can never. If I can ever go back. Well, I,
2: just, I always. I just took it as Hulk was humiliated."
0: Yeah. and that was so it. it and so he yeah. doesn't want to come and back that when you would think like a big giant yeah. id monster that Who's was never human, been who, who got beat down hard like, like a once child you once that was revenge. crazy that was like a UFC cause he kept coming back and he was like yo
6: yeah.
4: I don't wanna oh man that first that was, scene? That that Hulk, scene Hulk versus Hulk. Thanos and then Neff was like that wasn't Hulk versus Thanos that was a Thanos and beating down Thanos Hulk. Beating Hulk. And, and, and Hulk and Hulk, and, comes, and Hulk comes in there and starts
0: throwing throwing down on him and and Corvus Glaive they're like let him have his fun. Yeah. yeah, they're just like,
5: let him do his thing. He's gonna, he's <laughs> he'll gonna tie himself, himself out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But dude, oh, he knocked him out. Even Hulkbuster armor could knock knock him out.
0: Okay, so but that, that answers the question looks looks of who's in the Hulkbuster. <laughs> it was
5: the friggin' Hulk. I was half right. It was about the friggin' that. Hulk. You're half right. I was half right, because I said that it was Hulk in the Hulkbuster And at one point, his face pops up in the Hulkbuster armor, <laughs> but not the full body Hulk.
0: Yeah, um,. I, I loved I love the combination between uh, the the Dora Milaje and uh, Black, dude, okay, okay. Black Widow. okay, okay, Widow. When yes. okay,
5: when the General and Black Widow were fighting. Okoye. Okoye. Is it Okoye? I thought that was the. Okoye. Dude. No, no, I don't know. Oh, it's Okoye. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. When it was Okoye and Black Widow fighting. Uh, what's what's her name? The um... uh, Proxima Midnight. Proxima Midnight. Cool name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> all all of their names
0: I, I think have to do with like darkness. Like, yeah. uh, like uh, Proxima Midnight and, and Ebony Maw. And, you know. It's so dope, dude.
5: But anyway, that scene. Black Sabbath. I I freaked out a little bit because I was like, this is so cool. She's not alone. And watching Okoye and Black Widow fight together, yeah. it's just
4: like, this is beautiful. That was a cool crossover. And
5: then all yeah. of a sudden Scarlet Witch comes in with it. Her, yep, yeah, here you go. Alley You're dead. Up,
4: You're dead. Alley to the rolling Goodbye. wheel and, of death.
5: And Threat Level Midnight! Threat Level
4: Midnight! Bucky with a machine
0: gun in one hand and, and rocket, rocket in the was other, hand. In the other hand. so good. Ah. And usually,
2: like, we were in the movie. There were times where I thought it was just me, EJ, and Neff reacting. I know, like this were. people would we were, laugh. We were, but like when he picked up rocket and we laughed, spin, so like, we're just like, we were just like, yeah, like we were happy.
4: And, and everybody yeah. else was like, why are these? We guys had a, so great and know, also, anyway. a great time. I don't know. Also,
2: on the way, on the way there, I had I didn't read anything. I didn't know about Here this. We were just talking on the way there, and I was like, you know, it would be cool if somehow. Thanos either brings or we find Red Skull. And yeah, we got that, it, It, baby. it was, I, it was crazy. it happened, like, baby. Like, can we talk Wait, about that?
0: Red Skull was in this? Spoiler alert. Wait, what? I mean, I saw a Skeletor. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have to all right, that. I will tell you this. Silly. That made no sense at all. Oh, okay. No, it didn't. But I was still glad that And he was was there. Cool. Yes, it, was, it was still freaking like, like, cool. there was has- a
2: small part of me when, like, you're seeing the cloak, and then and he kind of drops out, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, no, no, we're gonna see Doctor Doom. Yeah, this how we're gonna like, do it. And then, and then I was disappointed, and then immediately like, hey, I called that. i, mean, that was yeah, that was I thought Doctor
4: Doom. I uh, I wasn't sure.
0: I thought. Oh, at first I thought, okay, is that's this lady, death? Yeah. Are yeah, they yeah. gonna do the death oh, thing? Oh yeah, that's right. That would be interesting. I'm. And then we'll I was about, yeah. thinking, wouldn't it be something if that was Loki? And I, so I, I was just kind of going, oh hey. And then and then, but Red Skull made no sense other than the fact that it was just cool to see the Red Skull again. Yeah. I, I would have liked the Red Skull to not have been sort of. He was the Charon, uh, ferryman of the River Styx yeah. of this movie, as opposed to like I would like to see him come back because yes, yes.
2: like imagine if Thanos brought him with him
5: to. Earth,
0: well, what, 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 for what purpose?
5: Uh, well, this is something that I was. He has knowledge. I brought close up, close knowledge. I brought up the theory before we saw the movie. I was like, what if Thanos, when he gets all the stones, brings back all the villains from the last 10 years? And I was like, well, some of those guys kind of suck. And what, Robert if, Redford wouldn't do that. Like. Thanos, well, he's like, but Thanos doesn't need him. them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. was the thing.
0: If I thought, if Thanos thought for a second that he and Whiplash could be somehow formidable, yeah. but really. Yeah,
5: that's like the only ones that would be in. The, Cool or any good would be (laughs) Hella, yeah um, Hella, who we don't know is dead. Ultron Mm. would be cool, but I mean he's gone. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's one left. Who knows? Uh,
0: He's still swimming around in in the crater in Vision's head. Uh, Oh, oh. I love uh, I love that Iron Man had a moon dropped on him.
4: Yeah, like, yes. like a legit <laughs> like, a moon. Next time
0: you drop a moon on me, it's really gonna tick me off.
2: <laughs> okay, I know this
4: is not the same universe or anything, but I thought Injustice, like with the crazy like That's fetishers. what I'm saying, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Like he's dropping a moon I'm like, on my him. man just got a moon dropped on him. Oh. But I love I loved the
0: interaction with, like, Spider-Man in that moment doing, like, crazy stuff yes. of yeah. just, like, rescuing people. Mantis I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry I don't know iron your Man. names. Okay, can <laughs> we
5: talk about Spider-Man? Okay, the Iron Spider suit, in the trailers, That's... they don't show the legs. Yeah. But when those popped out, it was, Fantastic. Like...
0: Now, that was the spoiler. That was the thing that I knew. Oh, really? Because oh. the Hot Toys showed, oh, okay. showed it with the, the arms on there. And our friend okay. Mike said, don't look at the Hot Toys because... There, it'll spoil something for you. He didn't say anything else other than that. I said, thank you, good note, appreciate the warning, important safety tip, thank you, Mike. Uh, and then I was looking through a, like a news feed, not even social media, oh. but like actual news, yeah. and one of the headlines popped up and it says, um, Hot Toys uh, Reveals Spider-Man's New Powers. And I'm like, slug in a ditch. Because as soon as they did that, I went, I know what it is. Yeah. I, I know exactly what it is. So yeah. I, was, I was a little ticked off about that.
5: Yeah. Although I... I did like the nanobot suit. It's as close as I don't know if we're going to get any closer to bleeding edge suit, uh, uh, Iron Man. Yeah, but that was pretty darn close, and it was awesome because every time like just Thanos, so Thanos
2: ripped off his helmet, and it came I don't know. Last, yes. Yeah,
5: <laughs> he's like,
0: nope. So, so Stop it. I think we've kind of hit most of the main points. I'm glad that they explained away Hawkeye and Ant Man uh, with a kind of a one line thing of yeah, they they took the house arrest deal. Yeah. Um, so, you're clapping your hands. And this is why I said to my wife, this is why I said, we bought five tickets for the three of us to go see the movie. My son, my wife, myself, and then one on our left and one of on our right for shut up. That was our shut up seats. Yeah. And I said, could you imagine watching this movie with Neff, where he would just be like clapping his hands, just like <gasps> the whole time. He wasn't or like with, that really. Or with EJ, who would be standing up the entire time just going... <laughs> Bro, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> or with Jackie, who wouldn't stop talking the whole time. Like I just, I said, I'm just glad we, she, we had her. Our... I, I was
5: telling Steven and, and EJ, I'm like, she's not gonna do well. So
0: no, that. she's not. So what are you clapping your hands
5: for? The the Stormbringer. Yeah, that was a cool. Man. That was awesome. Who and weapon? the fact that it was Groot's arm, it was like thing. That well, see, like, so at the same time, cool. like another thing, Tony and I a couple like a
2: weeks ago were looking at a hot toy, and they showed Thor with the Stormbringer, uh, with the the wood like the thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even mad at that. Yeah. Like, I knew it was coming. I wasn't mad. So here's the thing that I'm cool. curious
0: about because they, uh, I like
2: that Peter Dinklage uh, was the was giant, was giant. <laughs> yes. I thought he was gonna be a little person. Yeah, and then like you saw, like, oh, he's big.
5: He's lie. little, but he's
4: giant. I'm not gonna lie
5: for a moment. I thought that like something was gonna happen where his head was getting cut off and he was gonna just become Modok. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So,
6: <laughs> um, yeah. insert funny sound. Man. Nope, just crickets. Bah, 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 just crickets. Bah, bah. What were you gonna say?
0: I don't even know now. <laughs>
6: uh, yeah, the twinkle. We were talking right about there. Stormbringer.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, Stormbringer was cool. That was it. Was it was awesome? Uh, that was somebody had told me that it was going to be Stormbringer. Or, no, it was from the Hot Toy. I saw. Oh, it on the yeah. Hot Toy. No, but on, on the Hot Toy, uh, Thor has the eye patch on the Hot Toy. I really hope it's removable.
2: Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. he In didn't a different
0: have. Color. Uh, and and I, I liked that he had. That Rocket just had like an extra eye <laughs> and, <laughs> he was, yeah, and, well, and he's going to take Bucky's arm. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it would have be been funny though if, if uh, Bucky wow, faded wow. away, so the if the arm fade. just hit the ground. Did you, guys, did you guys do a count of how many people died? Well, um,
2: Black Panther's no. gone. Black Panther, Bucky. Well, no, there's too many to count because there's a bunch of people. Like
0: half well, of the Wakanda people died. I mean people that we actually know and care about. Named uh, characters. All of the Guardians. I counted 17. Except
5: for, except for Rocket. I except for counted Rocket. 17. Nick Fury and Maria Nick, Hill. Nick Fury, Maria
0: Hill, Spider-Man... Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, all of the Guardians of the Galaxy... Except, except for Rocket. For Rocket. Yeah. Uh, Which
2: I didn't... You know what? I didn't think Teenage Group was gonna... get.
0: Like, I didn't cry... But that sucked. That sucked. Now, I'm our, our theater reacted vocally yeah, that when that Out
2: happened. of all the people that, that, that yeah. disappeared, everyone went, "Oh, The group. You know who Freaking you, Falcon, that, that sucked.
5: That one, I was so surprised that I felt so bad yeah. about that one. That but one really was, hurt. What, what was, worse was worse for, for that? Sam. Bucky?
2: that sucked. What was worse for suck. Falcons was... Uh, War Machine coming up with Sam. Oh, Sam. Yeah, that part. But then,
5: like, But Panther, Gaunt, like... Neff,
2: nef, when nothing, Black Panther Family Neff went <gasps> like, nothing how could they do that nothing worse than
0: Spider Man yeah, nothing no, worse than Spider Man the hurt. whole time my wife was it's sitting, sitting next to me like so gripping weird. me and she's going it, it, it well, like, Tony Stark goes away like she was ready for him to disappear well that that it was when Tony Stark got
4: stabbed I I told myself I'm ready like yeah. when he, he got stabbed ready I'm ready to like, let like, him go and when, it was this weird moment when he got stabbed I'm like well there goes Sheena so that was what I said I thought I thought we were done
5: so that like I had to myself that Twitter joke that I that I was talking about earlier. That was it. Said Tony Stark is dead. Uh, Captain America is in a bad place. Wakanda's destroyed. So when I read that out, and then I saw that happen when he got stabbed, I was like, "This was spoiled for me." And I hate my life.
0: So with all these characters that are dead, could they leave them dead? Mm. Could, could they? Could they move forward with a cinematic universe without the characters that they that they that they, they ashes could, to ashes? They could. And not it would, And it Sony. would be gutsy. No, why not? Because, because we've of, already established that, that Miles Morales is in the yeah, universe. But you don't know how
2: old... Miles Morales could be five. Like the, you don't know how old well he is. Well, not now.
0: He could be older now. Uh, do, does it matter? I mean, you don't know that he's five. I mean, that's you don't know that he's not 20. No, I, I, I
2: understand So that. I'm
0: just saying, you could move forward without Peter Parker. You
2: could.
4: Yeah. I mean, you emotionally I forward. could move forward from a lot of that. stuff. You could
0: move forward without the Guardians of the Galaxy yep. because yeah. you have a B-team Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy with Sylvester Stallone oh, and, yeah. Trump, and uh, Hannah Montana.
2: Yeah, but I think you run the risk of risking too much by doing new movies with new characters for already They're established They're going
0: them. to happen. To do it anyway robert yeah. downey jr we will not have with us always no
2: i mean this i'm but you're i'm not saying make a new Rock, new iron man movie i'm saying just stop doing iron man.
0: I, i'm just saying could they move forward with no take backs
4: like i think i don't would, think they're
2: going to but i think they could
4: i i actually hope that they would because to me it almost would it almost would kind of be like them Positioning themselves for a higher level of respect, like you know what we did this and we're gonna move forward, and nobody expects it to actually count because it's
0: a comic book movie, and they say no one stays dead in comic books. But wouldn't it be refreshing if somebody stayed
4: dead? Yes.
2: Well, I think that you are gonna have people that stay dead, but I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm sure because I'm not a writer that there's a way to do it right if they're gonna bring people back. But I I just I just I'm just. I'm. I. I want to be surprised and have them not do that, but I think they are going to bring
0: them I, back. I'll say this: I think that your only, your your best bet on how they can undo it, the only way that it gets undone, and in it, and, and it's because Chekhov's gun, uh, or in this case Chekhov's gauntlet, oh, the only Infinity Stone power that was actually shown in its design, designation, and execution. Not just, I'm punching you and it's purple, or I'm punching you and it's blue, or I'm punching you and it's red. Yeah, uh, yeah. The only thing that you actually saw, this is how this Infinity Stone works, is the Time Stone. It, the yes. Time Stone in particular was shown how it actually works yes. with the uh, the green ring coming around him and, yeah. and as he rotated his fist as time went backwards in the same way it would have done in the With eye. a specific the, with a specific, the, the specific like, yeah. this is how this works. So, why did Doctor Strange give up the Time Stone freely? Because he, 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 he saw... He saw. It, it's, it's, it becomes, uh, when all this plays out, it's going to be like, that's why he gave it up. Yes, and, and that's, and, and that's and why... not only that, but they, they, they specifically wrote in and directed out... I mean, he could have just knocked Wanda out of the way and crushed Vision's head since that was what was going to happen. But they intentionally showed him, wait a minute, I have this power, flick of the wrist... Look, you know, if
5: I could turn back time. so you killing your boyfriend didn't matter yeah
0: so so you, you have yeah you have that uh, and, and I, I think that that's going to be the way that it all, it all plays voice. out. And it is, is the time stamp yeah. It's going to all go back to Doctor Strange going, oh, by the way, this is why I gave it to him. It wasn't... Because why would Doctor Strange, exactly. who the whole time was like, I can't give this up, I can't give this up, I can't give this up, please don't hurt the man that I called a D-bag an hour ago. Yeah. You know? do you, do you guys Unless he's a- essential
5: to how things wrap up. Yeah. Do you guys remember a time when you we were saying, oh, Captain America's going to die. So either Bucky or Falcon has to be the new Captain America. Not and no now way. they're both gone. This is the only Captain America we have at this point.
4: But uh, I, I go back to what Tony said. I, I share. I didn't know how to put it into words, but Tony said it perfectly about how it would cheapen it. If that happened, if they brought any of those characters back, I, I personally would feel like, oh, okay, like movie magic. Snap, you know. Well, the idea uh, of the, bring them back.
2: the Infinity Gauntlet is you literally have the power of the yeah. entire universe, time, space, soul, whatever, at the, and literally at your fingertips.
0: Yeah. here's here's the way that it works, and I don't feel crappy about it. If Thanos brings him back, if oh. something if something happens where imagine this, imagine uh, uh, we're just spitballing here. Imagine a greater evil. Imagine something even. Imagine Galactus shows up. And Thanos can't yeah. stop Galactus. Galactus, and the only uh, way—what
2: do they call them in the in the comic? Like Galactus is a different kind of yeah. B, so, he's, so he's like an, he's one of the Eternals. Eternals, you know, oh, Eternals. thank you. And, and like with by Infinity.
0: the way, Marvel did just announce that in the next phase of their movies, they're doing an Eternals movie. Hmm. So, yeah. so what imagine, imagine the Galactus comes and he brings destruction with him, and Thanos can't stop him. So he's got to bring everybody back. Oh. And then you have the real team-up to end all team-ups. Well, in the... Oh, yes,
2: because it happens in the comics with Magus! Oh! Who's Magus? He's, he's the, the... when In the Infinity Gauntlet comic book, when Thanos gets beat, Adam Warlock gets the gauntlet, mm-hmm. and then Adam Warlock... And don't forget, was, Adam Warlock is still yes. out there. Yeah, Adam yeah. Warlock realizes... That I can't control this power because there's too there's too much good in me and too much bad in me. I don't have a uh, a neutral side in me because I'm so shiny. <laughs> so he split. He basically splits himself oh. into three parts. The most neutral person he can be, which is Adam Warlock, his good side and his bad side, and then he bandages his bad side, Magus or Magus. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've only really read it. And then Magus in Infinity War, the comic book line. Comes back and gets the gauntlet, and they have to go and get Thanos to come and help it's, them. Thanos is the only one It's basically
0: it. Adam Warlock doing William Shatner's Rocket Man video because <laughs> I'm a huh. rocket man, yeah. but uh, so I'm just saying that that would that's be, a possibility. That would and be, now we have yeah. the Fantastic Four, and we have all of these other things happening. So you bring the whole thing together. See, because imagine in the fourth movie. Uh, in the fourth Avengers next movie next year, imagine at that time when they how do you how do you top this? Yeah, yeah. you top this with that. So I'm just saying spe- that would be brilliant. Did you have it? Thank you. You heard it here first, kids. No, I'm um, just saying the worst bad guy becomes the hero. Sure. <laughs> And he
2: and he has to undo what he's done. Hashtag <coughs> Loki. Um, and the only way and the only way to stop it is
0: to destroy the Anthony Gollum, which kills him and he sacrifices yeah, himself. Bring the whole thing back because he's he's like Loki. We kind of do feel for well, him that's the thing. Yeah. in the same way that it, we it, we got to the end of Black Panther and felt for Killmonger. Killmonger. Oh man, exactly. See know, and that's one exactly. thing I like that they did in this
2: movie. I like that he's not obsessed with death. No. I like that he has a like because of my because of my world. There's too many people, and in order to bring peace and justice to the galaxy, I have to wipe out half of it. I have to. That, nice. makes, wow. that
0: makes him, like, very, I don't know. It's like a cross between, like, a a, a Nazi and um, a very pro-choice liberal. <laughs> I'm not sure where where that crossover is, but apparently it's on
5: Titan. Time for spring cleaning. So
0: uh, did you have any theories as the movie was going on of, like, oh, this is going to happen right now, and then it didn't happen? But you're like, that would have made, that would make a lot of sense
2: right oh, now. Oh, yeah, so, when uh, Batman
5: didn't show up, I was like, What? No.
2: I was ho- I was hoping that there's going to be some symbiotes uh, somewhere. Those bad guys, the the, the they, army they, of monsters, they have a, a, a little bit of a venom. A vibe, little bit, a little tiny bit. Those yeah. little, those little, what do they, what do they call them? The uh, space dogs yeah. or something like that. <laughs> that <laughs> any, was... <laughs> any,
0: any other theories that happened or anything like that? You're like, ooh, ooh, this is going to happen right now. I had one that I thought was very strong, and I, I what I'm was it? not surprised they didn't go with it, but I would It would have been cool if they did go with it. Which was anybody have anything else? I, I'm, I, I, I think
4: mine? I did. I just can't think of it. I well, I mean, I don't know if it even plays the way I think it is, but I, I kind of wanted to see Silver Surfer in there somewhere. But All right, yeah, he's oh. there. Yeah, but you, but you get that, that was, was your theory. but Hulk became
0: the Herald. Hulk became yeah. Hulk got dropped right down into yeah. to the house. Coming. So so I, I, okay. Here's here's two. One to Steven's point, it would have been nice to see Tony Stark and and uh, Peter Parker come home. And something came back with him, and it's the the Venom symbiote oh. that totally justifies Venom in one fell swoop. And I, then I can get past the fact that uh, Tom Hardy sounds like he's mentally challenged in that, and, that trailer. Yeah, and like, Venom naturally yeah. just looks like no, Spider-Man. he does. If you think was- of him, if you think of him, and and if they wrote it this way, I'm I'm not making fun. But if you think of him as someone who's like mentally challenged, and watch that trailer, he mm-hmm. really it, it sounds like he's making fun of that. Yeah. He's like you you work for the evil person. Yeah. Why would we do this? Yeah, oh. he sucks.
5: Whoever you Why are. would we do that? Yeah,
0: like he he, he is a kind of interesting. It's too. whoever I, I was, you are. It's him or... trying to do a New York accent. No, that's not a New York accent. That is that is a, a mentally challenged New York accent. We only
5: heard bad people.
0: Okay, that being 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 said, um, my theory was this: Wanda has to crush the Mindstone stone, which became the, the crucial point of the yeah. end of the movie. Was I've got to? I basically have to kill the man that I love to save everybody. So she has to crush the Mindstone. Mm. And I thought that she would. She would crush the Mindstone, and the power of it would, would unleash, would snap her mind. And then Avengers 4 becomes House of
6: M. Oh. And
0: she rewrites and resets the entire universe according to her thing, and she becomes the Big Bad. That's awesome. Wow, that's, that's a cool thing. And
6: then
2: we gotta
0: get Thanos to come back and re- return everything. Yeah, so I, I, I'm just saying, like, I thought, oh, she's gonna snap for having to do this. Like, this is. Poor Wanda was already a little unstable to begin with. First yeah. her brother
5: and our boyfriend. And she's
0: got to kill
6: him.
5: Well, in the Ultimate Universe, they're one and the same. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never speak of this again. Um, and I do think it's my responsibility as the, uh, the voice of the crossover of Christ culture and nerd culture to say that Marvel... Did a better reboot of the Left Behind series than the Left Behind series did. Yeah. I was
2: thinking, I'm like, this is like the rapture. I'm yes. like, man,
0: where's Nikolai Carpathia? There's, something is going to happen yeah, right especially
2: now. Especially in the post credits when they open up the car door yeah. and there's nobody there. And like, the helicopter. Yeah. I'm like, the only thing that's missing is the
5: clothes. That's neat, what I'm the the saying. <laughs> You're You're mean, I appreciate Peter Quill making a Jesus quick. Uh,
0: yeah, that's, that's what happens. That's why Peter Quill got turned into dust because mm-hmm. you don't be talking bad about Jesus. Yeah, he was
5: mm-hmm. 10 when
2: he left. He never got an opportunity. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. or he didn't have Jesus. He had Kevin Bacon and You know what that's called? A false idol. Uh, even though Old Testament tells you you're not even supposed to have bacon, does that mean he has to, does that
5: mean he has to drink melted down bacon? <laughs> <laughs> mm,
0: Melty melted cow, down bacon. bacon. And they yeah. it. I'm, I'm watching when you got Nick Fury and Maria Hill out there, and I'm going, "Oh my goodness, they are straight up in the middle of Left Behind right yeah. now. Like Dude. this is this is some post-apocalyptic stuff." And, and
2: real quick, let me text Carol Danvers. Hey,
0: well, listen, when it, well, he's he's going, okay, something's wrong because he knew something was happening in Wakanda, and yeah, he drops that pager and it's like what's he doing yeah, who, sending, who, sending, who, who's sending. he texting and then of course you know when it's sent of course it's gonna light up with a full color logo yeah. Yeah. It's gonna
2: first, be called. my first thought was Fantastic Four and Yeah. then it was like, something
5: like oh that, that makes more sense sent message
2: sent message sent Richard. Is this a centurion Richard? Yeah. So yeah. that would have out. No, that
5: that's been what been I thought fan. was going to happen. That would have
2: yeah.
0: been fantastic. Yeah, out. yeah I, and I, I don't know what the logo was kind of an eye rolling moment, but it is really cool to see. Okay, well here comes Captain Marvel. I'm interested to see that prequel story about how that's going to work out, and I would I would like to see that showdown where she punches Thanos right upside. Yes. That, oh was so we, that was so good. That was so good. She one. I can't wait for her to punch Thanos right in his grimace head. So <laughs> oh, much better Hey, grimace. So any final thoughts we as we have just crossed the, the hour threshold? I
5: cried oh, I it, cried a lot.
2: Did you really cry? He did. I, I, mean, I he could did hear too. sniffling and then I looked over and there were just tears coming out and I didn't cry at all.
5: I got I, a little
2: a little glassy eyed with Spider Man and Groot. But well, other than that cried. I did not cry. I Spider-Man, got glassy eyed with Spider-Man Iron Man Soul. because
4: oh. I was ready. I had this weird moment where I was like, I, I'm ready to see, I am I know it's going to happen or I know he's going to go away. Strange little I'm red ready. herring
0: because when they write, when they make a movie, every word that they say is written into the movie yes, for a reason. Yes, I was for sure so that. So the first time we see Tony Stark in the movie, he's like, I had a dream you were pregnant.
5: The Avengers 2, like, what they did with Hawkeye. I
0: literally leaned over the neff and whispered,
5: well, now Tony's going to die. Yeah.
2: Because he's, especially if she says she's pregnant, oh yeah, he's gonna But they die. totally
5: did what they did with Hawkeye in Avengers 2. Yeah.
0: You have a family now? Mm, that mm. looks like a target to me.
5: Oh, you didn't see that coming?
0: Yeah. Uh, good stuff. We encourage you guys to go see it. You know, here's us talking about it, spoiling everything like that. We're going to return you to your regularly scheduled uh, Nerd of Godcast. Avengers Infinity War is in theaters now. You probably have already seen it or you probably have already bought your tickets or it's probably already been spoiled for you on social media. Mm. But uh, go see it. Go see it again. And, uh, and we look forward to hearing from you. What you think? Let us know across our social medias. And now, Nerdy Godcast, we are back.
2: What's up, Pastiva?
0: Not so fast, future Steven. This is Tony T from the post-show editing room. At this point in episode 67, the present-day crew, not the we've already seen Avengers Infinity War crew, uh, pauses to play a game which sets up the theme for tonight's episode, which is about fighting. We played a game called Super Fight, which is kind of like a role-playing type game where combatants have certain identities and powers, and they slug it out till one finally emerges the winner. The game got a little bit away from us and ended up taking almost an hour to complete, which would throw the time signature of this episode way off. So we decided to cut it all together, and we're going to make it available as a bonus feature next week. So we're going to get back to the content of the show. Just wanted to let you know that's what happened to this game, and we're back. That
5: was a long segment. That was an hour-long segment.
4: This is super fun. Yeah. I like this, this game. Super, super awesome. fight. So tonight, uh, we're, that's what
0: we're talking about. We're talking about fighting. Uh, as you can tell, you know, we started out a little bit with what we would be if we were weapons, uh, and now we're going to talk about fighting. Uh, my wife went and saw the uh, Black Panther movie for the first time last mm-hmm. week, and she watched the trailer for Infinity War. And she said as she the was wa- one? I don't know, whichever one they were showing before Black Panther. I was here with you guys. I don't oh, yeah. know what she mm-hmm. saw, but she watched it, and she said as she was watching this trailer, it reminded her very much of the Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Mm-hmm. She had the large, epic-scale battles that were going on between the characters in this movie, just massive, you know, running across the field battles made her kind of feel like it was of Middle-earth scale. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty impressive. When I think of, like, battle scenes, fight scenes from different movies and stuff like that, Lord of the Rings is definitely up there for oh, me yeah. of, like, the best battles yes. of all time. Helms I mean, Helm's Deep. Hel- oh, my goodness. Helm's Deep is so good, right? You remember that, EJ? And they're, they're bringing the big ladders yeah. up on the side of the wall and they're just scaling over. And it's just like this nonstop battle all night long against impossible yep. odds. Uh, amazing stuff, and then we began talking a little bit about. I was talking with my wife and my son about um, the the best MCU battles. What What do you guys remember? Like, what's the what's been oh. the best fight scene in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far? That's in your,
5: your opinion, what do you think? The air the airport scene in Civil War. Yeah, that's so good. It's
2: well, so, so entertaining. Uh, so, well, more than entertaining, I would say more meaningful. Is not Civil War The
5: one in the bunker With, with just uh, Yeah Bucky Cap, Cap Bucky, and Yeah, was yeah I, was I was about to say that one Cause that one. one
3: made me like Hurt yeah. Deeply Yeah
5: yeah. yeah, now now as far as like straight up fights go, the one from Winter Soldier, the knife fight yes. between that Bucky, was yes. that was yes. the best. That
3: was not computerized at all. That was him like genuinely doing That's the best choreography
5: the I've ever seen in a. But fight even scene that, that ever. movie
0: opens up with a great fight scene with Cap and, and Batrock.
5: Uh,
3: yeah.
0: You know, yeah, great great fights in Ooh. that one. So Cap, the Captain America movies so far seem to have the, yeah. the edge on, yeah. on fight scenes. Uh, what's what's another great one like like Wow, be from MCU? Yeah, we'll, we'll focus on MCU because they they use the environment, they use their. Unique powers and characters, like like the. It's not a great fight scene, but it was fun to watch. Was the one in Ant Man at the end when they're fighting on the uh, Thomas yeah, the yeah. Tank Engine? Yeah, that's engine. Cool. Yeah, that that was was hilarious.
5: Cute. I like uh, Iron Man Two when it's War Machine and Iron Man, even though it's like really quick. Fighting all the hammer drones. Yeah, and, like all the oil is like splashing on, on like War Machine's face, it's, like just mowing him down with his machine guns and yeah. you know, stuff. Oh. Yeah. Such a cool scene
3: You definitely have the iconic fight scene with the Avengers When they're finally all together with yeah, the Battle yeah, of New yeah, York yeah. Like yeah. The, the camera shots in that one Just bringing them all together That one was very iconic Because it was our first time really seeing them all fight together Yeah, yeah. definitely
0: Any uh, any other MCU fights that like really stick out in your mind? I love the the one in, in Spider-Man Homecoming When you kind of have the battle on the side of the airplane oh, With, that was with cool. him and, and uh, the Vulture Yeah. What else?
5: Age cool. of Ultron was good too. Yeah, that yeah. was
4: a mate that was like a big the scale of that fight seemed yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not MCU, but I mean, I guess that's why I didn't really throw it into that. No, throw hat, it in. But, um, my my favorite is season one Daredevil the hallway scene. Oh, and ten, wow. like the oh, most yes. incredible and that was to a me. One that's the most yes one shot most incredible fight scene I personally have ever seen. It was. I think it that was, was a that was
0: a new standard. Like Ooh. everything is going to be judged by that for a long time. Yeah. And they
2: tried to like even like in Defenders when you have yeah. their like
0: hallway version. And, of yes. the fight Def- scene, and Defenders had some great fight scenes. Yeah, but Daredevil is still the standard by which that's yeah. set. Every yeah. single other. one I mean, when he just kind of like. Jumps up off the wall, and he yeah. does, and, and it doesn't seem like overly fantastical. Mm-mm. It seems like, and, like and, real raw. And when he gets hit, boy, he, you you feel it with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
2: what's even good is doesn't he like go into the room and the camera stays? The there camera stays yeah, in the hallway. And you don't see what happened. You yeah. can see the guy come. Yeah, so that it. was okay. a wonderfully yeah. wonderfully. Yeah. I would shot count scene. that as MCU. Mm-hmm. It's not in the cinematic. I, I think but it, it's okay. in the universe. So okay, well, so we'll
0: go in, go, go flipping it to Justice League. What do you guys the the last fight in Justice League?
5: Okay, I think eh. the best the best fight scene in that was Superman. Versus the Justice League. Yeah, Ooh. that was so cool. I like that. And even then, it was just kind of
6: like, like yeah, it's, it's super. It, it was, didn't feel, it didn't it feel was, like anything was at stake. Yeah, was, I see
5: you, Yo. fast boy. It's it, cool.
0: Do you feel like when you're watching a fight scene and it feels like there's something at stake, it matters more? Like, is that why? Yeah. Yeah. Is that why in in Civil War and in uh, you know when you have the fight scene with Cap and Bucky, mm-hmm. it feels like there's more? It's not just like you're the bad guy, I'm the good guy. Let's do battle now, or I'm the good guy and you're the good guy and we, like in in those movies, it felt like. It, the outcome of what happens really yes. is going to matter here. Yeah. yeah,
4: like, for example, I mean, the Daredevil hallway scene, He there was a reason for that. Yeah. There was a boy at the end of that hallway yeah. that needed to be saved. Like, I still get goosebumps thinking about that.
0: And that's why I think in the Justice League one, when they're fighting Superman, it could have been really awesome, but we know... Yeah. It's yeah. not. I mean, we know he's yeah. going to turn to Superman. I
5: know. It was just the cool. It was just cool. But
0: that, and maybe that's why it just it misses that sort of the impact that hanging well, tension that's happening.
5: Maybe that's why Batman vs Superman was like it says literally Dawn of Justice. So you know they're going to end up being friends yeah. again. Martha, why, <laughs> you say why that did name? you say that name? Wait.
0: So we're going to be friends the first time we fight <laughs> because of our moms. We're going to be friends the second time we fight because of your girlfriend.
5: You won't let me live. Yeah, what, you won't let me die. <laughs> yeah. Do you bleed with my weird lips? <laughs>
1: oh, mine's, not, mine's not MCU either, but it is Marvel It's the and Lady Deathstrike with Wolverine With Wolverine, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. X two. X2. That's, That's cool yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, And she was nasty yes, too Yes,
1: she was one of my favorite villains yeah. out of that series yeah, she was
0: well, really What
2: about great. the Wolverine and Deadpool fight in X-Men Origins? The Wolverine, no, no, Wolverine <laughs> Sabretooth, Not and
5: Deadpool.
0: I feel like a lot of those X-Men fights, notwithstanding the the Lady Deathstroke, I think that a lot of them were a little silly, kind of in retrospect. What about
5: X3? X3 is the one with the big mutant battle, right? Still,
0: You know, my favorite part from that was Beast. Beast was so awesome in that fight. Just like flipping and swinging around everything. It's not
2: necessarily a fight scene even though there is fighting, but Nightcrawler's introduction in Next 2. When he comes in in the White House? Yes. So cool. Because he's
0: beating people up, but he's I mean, doing just the right, camera I'll work. Give, yes. I'll give X Men a little bit of credit. You know, I'm not the biggest X Men movie fan, but the battle at the end of Age of Apocalypse, when they're all fighting against the Sentinels for the first yeah. time, and yeah. you see like Blink popping through all the different portals and stuff like that, like that was a really cool fight Wait, scene.
2: I mm-hmm. mean, the, the beginning of Days of Future Days of Future Past. Yeah, Past yeah, yeah. Rather, yeah. I'm sorry. Disney yeah, Apocalypse did I say Age of, like, like, of Apocalypse? Oh yeah, yeah. no, that movie was hot trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hot I'm sorry. trash uh, uh, smelled. <laughs> yeah,
0: excuse uh, me, Days of Future Past. Smelled like a lightning
2: bear, electrocuted franken Bear, take it, You stepped on my joke. Just, just like the Statue of Liberty first.
3: almost stepped on you, oh, oh. and you almost and you. By the way, the, I was dead in
0: the, the views day. of the uh, sentient Statue of Liberty in a mech are uh, against immigrants, is not necessarily those of the <laughs> Nerder Godcast, God yeah. yeah. or its affiliates, or its parent company, the Shineheart Wig Company, um, <laughs> or its country, America. <laughs> I I think that some of those fights are, are really really interesting when you when you have a lot of character behind them. Um, when you see, I don't know, like I've always. Been interested. I don't, not really big into violence, but I love like some of those old fighting video games. Mm. Like, I will play Tekken until yeah. my fingers are blistered. Yeah, yeah. I, I always love the what's a injustice was another yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get mad sometimes. I get the updates for the injustice too. Uh, that the mobile game has so many characters that are not in the really? console version really? like they have the suicide squad movie characters and really? then they just put one out that they have the like first appearance 1938 superman like cartoon, Tiny, like, tini- tini- S? like yeah but With but not shield? Ju- but comic book style like like cell shaded looking comic book style in the game but <laughs> but only on the mobile app
5: that's so cool that I know. Does uh-huh. he pull out a car? Like, and, and just drop it on him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all he does. Yeah,
0: he goes, yeah. <laughs> Like, action comics number one. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of cool things like that. I love, like, Injustice was so... When they came out with all the stuff for Injustice, the Ninja Turtles pack? Yeah. Bro. I'll <laughs> take... This is a conversation we I don't think we've ever had on this show in all 67 episodes at this point. We've never really talked about wrestling. No, oh. we haven't. How have we not? I mean, we've made references, but we've never actually talked it. about it. Okay, wrestling is a soap opera for, I say for it's, guys it's, I don't know that it's necessarily only for guys I'd but say it's probably 60-40 I think that that's maybe 70-30 maybe like, <laughs> like 80 85-15 80, 80, yeah it's generous yeah uh, cause John Jackie, Cena Jessica, I, Jackie and Jessica are, uh, do you watch wrestling at all?
6: I
3: yes I do
0: not wait wait, do wait. You, wait wait do you watch wrestling because you want to watch wrestling or do you watch wrestling in the same way that I watch the Property Brothers
3: like, I don't,
0: ne- uh, I don't necessarily care for the show, but I care for the person I'm sitting next to, so I'm gonna watch. I, mean, the I show. I
3: hang, I hang out with my friend Mike and his roommates, and they like to watch wrestling, so I will have homework going on while it's going, and then I'll ask questions, so I end up knowing. But some she knows but her Do you stuff. like it? I, she I knows know her stuff. Do you
4: genuinely, or is it enjoy just joy? I
3: don't really have like a joy from it. It's just something like okay. I'm spending time with friends and. Yeah. Mostly doing
4: homework. I'm just happy to be here. I'm
3: just happy. That there's dogs at the house. she doesn't
0: get I'm there for the dogs. I'm here for the dogs. I, I came for like the dogs. Like if you guys were wrestling
5: dogs, on I'll that's stay fine. For oh, there's wrestling on. Say stuff, the puppy. Rocky, you got a puppy.
0: In wrestling, you have guys that like can do these cool fighting moves, and and, and they have these awesome finishers. Uh, yes. keep that keep that in the back of your mind. Like who, what's your favorite wrestling finisher, Steven? Mine is the Rock Bottom. Uh, classic. Yeah. What's your what's your favorite wrestling finisher, EJ? The
4: Razor's Edge. Oh, I love oh, it so that's much. A cool one. Razor's Edge. Yeah.
0: Anytime I do a creative wrestler in a wrestling game, that's the finishing move. Yeah, I, I, call, the I call I call the altar Call. Hey, yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite wrestling finishing move? The Shooting Star Press. That's a good one. It's
5: a forward, he's doing a backflip while moving forward. <laughs> who's, who's version of it? Uh, B- not Brock, Brock, Brock Lesnar's. Lesnar's. <laughs> <laughs> the one where um, he broke. Broke his neck. okay, so a couple years ago, Evan Bourne was a, he was a, like a mid-card wrestler, but he, he was the first time I saw someone do it, and it just blew my mind that he was doing that, so that one's probably my favorite. That one's so cool.
0: I uh, I really, I like um, uh, my, uh, I love Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. I think one of my favorite collections of moves, I always loved uh, Chris Jericho. I, I really like oh. the Codebreaker. Oh, nice. Uh, I love the Lion Salt. I love the Lion Tamer. That's kind of a cool selection. The Lion Tamer, moves. the Walls of Jericho. It's the Walls of Jericho. So, yeah, sorry. Some, yeah. some of these I'm names like, are familiar to me, but I don't I'm WCW know Jericho. Like. Yeah, I know. More the, than the, Y2 the, the, lion, the, the
5: Lion Salt is cool, too. But
0: so many great finishing moves, but uh, you know, one of the ones, I love the, the Athletic. Walls. I like the ones that when I, you look at it it's just not the ridiculous ones not like the people's elbow or what's the one that um the leg drop the, the leg drop? What's it's the one that John Cena does the five knuckle the shuffle? Five yeah. knuckle shuffle. <laughs> stupid, ridiculous moves. Yeah. Or the worm, you know? Do you remember that? Hey, uh-huh. the, uh, yeah. the worm taught me how to break dance. The worm, thank you, Scotty. The guy would do you. like he'd hop around on his leg, and then and he would spell do the out W O R M, and then he'd do the worm, <laughs> and then, and then, then he'd, he'd go, jump
2: uh, uh, up, uh, and then like dropping uh, uh, like a hand on him, and it was so stupid. Or
0: the stink face, the stink face. Yeah, he would just back his behind up into their faces. Yeah, nasty stuff. But um, I always loved—I always loved like Rey Mysterio's finishing move. I always loved 619. like the six-one-nine was always was, so cool. Was, now now
2: that, that move has kid. been stolen by a wrestler named—was uh, it Cesaro? Is that his name? Uh, I don't James like and him. Cesaro. He's he took it. I think he just took it from him. But he's Swiss, so they call it the Swiss one nine.
0: Oh, oh, I didn't it, know that. Yeah, it's hilarious. That's cool. I did not know that. So th- th- there's something about fighting that we enjoy watching, and even if it's not something like like wrestling, we love to see these big battles that happen in these movies. We love to see kind of the good versus evil to cheer people on. Um, you guys, it's a little bit outside of your your age bracket necessarily, but I grew up watching the Rocky movies.
6: <gasps>
2: I've seen Rocky three. I've seen all <laughs> of the. Rocky how excited
6: is. you got
0: Except when we went into Philadelphia? Listen, I and, and you know, and I'm I I'm the one I'm who didn't get to get out and go and run ah. up the rocky steps. I, I did. I had to keep circling the museum mm-hmm. because they had an event that was happening there that day, so we couldn't park. Yeah. So I had to keep like circling around in the rental car. And oh, it's, wh- that's while, such a sad while, story. Sunny <laughs> and and my son Christian got to go out and go up there and take their pictures with the statue and stuff. They're like, what's this from? What movie is this from? Well, technically, be Rocky. I've never heard of it. Never I hate said, you so like, much. I'm not joking. As I circle this. I Drove into the city of Philadelphia with the Rocky soundtrack playing yeah, on my Spotify.
6: Technically, As you should.
5: Technically, you can't. You couldn't go up the actual steps because the NFL draft had happened, like the the weekend before. No, they, the they had scaffolding.
0: There. No, yeah. you, but yeah, but they yeah. the statue was still down yeah. off to the side. Yeah, yeah, oh well, was. So was devastated, cool. so upset. Next but, time. But yeah, next time. Next time. I've honestly been thinking like this week. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go back to Philadelphia.
5: Let's just go. let's do it. Let's all go back. Let's just go. go. I was about to say. Let's
0: do all right, let's go in <laughs> September. Nick, hit pause. We'll be back in three days. <laughs> <laughs> I am so road tired. That's the last time I ever take a road trip with Neff. And and we're back. Infinity War was great you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we saw it in Philly. <laughs> um okay, so I I it's, it's kind of switching gears from all like these great fight scenes and great like video games and and wrestling things and and stuff like that. And does anybody here have, have you ever done any martial arts? Have you ever like trained or practiced or done anything like I did two I, weeks with taekwondo? Did you really? Yeah, then the place I was at got shut down.
4: Uh, oh. So technically, you would have continued if it didn't get shut down. Yeah,
2: I was a white belt. Okay, which is one step up above no belt.
5: Was it called? Cobra? <laughs> I started no with none, and then I got a white, yeah. and then hey. I stopped. One, one step it
0: above. Uh, my my pants are falling down.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I which, have plenty of leather brown belts.
0: <laughs> What's your? Uh, have you have you done any martial arts, Jessica?
1: No, not, I mean not directly. My friends would take classes, and then they would teach me at recess, kind of stuff. So gotcha, yeah, that's
4: cool. No,
0: when I was in middle school, I hung out with a lot of kids like that were. In my circle of friends, were super into it. Like they would go and like do tournament karate mm-hmm. things, or I, I guess it was like karate and muay Thai kickboxing and I, things oh, I wow. didn't I didn't understand. But we would get together on the weekends and we would watch Jean Claude Van Damme movies, <laughs> nice. like we watched Cyborg and Bloodsport and all those different things, Steven Seagal time movies. Cop. Uh, time Cop had, had not I don't know that it had come out yet at that under time. Under Siege, um, Under Siege had come out. Uh, <laughs> see, I never liked Steven Seagal movies, but the, the we would watch these movies. But these guys, we have I have pictures of us all in, in middle school, eighth grade at McCracken Middle School in Bluffton, South Carolina and we would all be out there like doing karate and they would be all doing their high kicks and their spinnings and stuff and I'd be like, here's my kick, which I could kick pretty high for a fellow of, you know, big size, but these guys were doing like legit karate and I'm going, oh, I'm do it. And they're, what, they're going to the Battle of Atlanta this weekend for like this big, there was a girl in our youth group, her name was Jamie Caskey and she was like ranked, like, in, like nationally ranked for Whoa. and that's cool. Uh, boy, she was tough. She was cute, pretty little girl, blonde hair girl, and but boy, she, she would could ki- kill you. She could kill you. <laughs> if she puts her hands in her pocket, she could get arrested for carrying a concealed deadly weapon. That's Aww.
5: cool. We uh we just did a, a, a thing, our our new thing in uh kids church is about ninjas and we had a kid, a new kid named Rowdy who was in, who came in. Wait, wait, named what? Rowdy. Right on. That's his name. Not That's- a nickname. Like, no, not a nickname. It's on his name tag, Rowdy. Rowdy. I think oh, they didn't yeah. put a nickname. We named, the, the, case, dog, we named the dog Rowdy. <laughs> uh, the fake dog. Anyway, we brought him on stage, to, you know, because we do a welcome for all the new students. We have him come on stage and stuff. And we asked I feel him, like when you bring a kid named Rowdy on
0: stage, you have to play entrance music for him.
5: Well,
2: did you pl- please tell me you said howdy, Rowdy?
5: No.
0: Missed opportunity.
5: Oh. Anyway, continue. Anyway, so he, he comes on stage and we ask him, do you know any ninja moves? Because it's our theme. This kid does like a roundhouse kick and does like a jumping like what five eighty spin kick.
0: Yeah, honestly, if your name's Rowdy, you better be able to back it up. Oh
5: yeah, it was gosh. dope. I was like, dude, this guy knows. I, I, I- call I- this
2: the Rowdy Roundhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm
5: pretty sure it was Tai Chi.
0: I, my, I don't think Tai Chi is a martial art. It's my It's a type it's, of it's drink. A, it's, no, like <laughs> a slow, it's Tai Chi bending. they do like it's what that's Tai Chi is what boneless senior citizen bowling teams do. <laughs> <laughs> the Tai Chi class Wednesday, <laughs> maybe it's that You may correct of. us, but I, I I wanted to think about like fighting and and battle in the context of our faith. Mm. Um, I don't you I don't know why I have this strong deep connection to combat as a spiritual metaphor. Yes, like why do we why do we keep falling back to this imagery like. Why why are there so many youth groups that you know are soldiers for Christ or they you know wear camouflage like why is this a theme that like we're supposed to be like peaceful people but why do we always kind of retreat and fall back to this war metaphor for our for Christianity
2: I mean there's a That's, spiritual battle going on Yeah
4: I think well I don't know okay in the context I can only speak for myself I don't know if it's because it's like like we were talking about like to watch War, or to watch, like, fictional characters battle it out for something, it almost, it's almost like honor. Like, it's almost like you're fighting for something, you're training for something, and, and you want to win for, for honor and for valor and for, for something bigger, I guess, for yourself. And I, that's just maybe my assumption on it. I, I don't know. It's, just, it's cool to, like, fight for something for honor. So maybe that's why, you know, people fall back on Soldiers of Christ or the Revolution or you know, warriors or I don't know. That's, that's my thought on it. What do you think Jackie?
3: I think like a lot of it stems from the fact like this is not our home. We are strangers in a foreign land. Like this, uh, we are in, like Steven said, it's, it's biblical. It's a battle like with our flesh daily because we are sinful yet. We, we have that hunger for eternity and to be with God and God can't be with sin. So that's something that like,
0: there's always that tension. There's always that Mm -hmm.
3: tension that like you, you have to, you have to beat it.
0: So like the the two natures, you know, yeah, that, we have yeah. the the part that longs to be with God and the part that kind of yields to the flesh. Mm-hmm. So we're always sort of fighting within our within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. What what else? What do you think?
1: I don't know like you say about like combat and stuff and fighting and I just automatically thought of Peter. Like, okay. going like in the in the guy guest enemy where he cut off pulls out the sword. Yeah, he's I out the like, sword, like, he's ready to fight. Yeah, but
0: Jesus calls him out on that. Like quick. No, I know. He's I like know. if you live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword. I mean, yeah. Me you, yeah. yeah. Here you go. What? It's
2: just let me heal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me all the way. I never. I just think of
1: those. like this quick jump to defend. Oh, RB. Yeah
0: okay I got you I got you and 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 maybe you know Christ is kind of drawing a connection of you know our weapons are not carnal weapons you know which mm. is which is something you know Ephesians nephew just did a, a devotion on this yeah uh, as well as yeah so you know we we don't fight against flesh and blood but against spiritual powers and you know principalities and uh, our spiritual wickedness in high places um, and, and you know there is this ongoing metaphor especially in, in the Old Testament there's a lot of war that happens. There's always the, always the a battle old, happening. Yeah, the Old Testament has got that it's very Helm's Deep. And, and, you know, they're always marching around some city or going to <laughs> battle with some, you know, some, yeah. you know, Philistines or, you know, Hittites or something. Some King
2: Azekiah rode against the armies of the Philistines. I don't know.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but we, we see this comparison, and Paul loves army metaphors. Paul loves, you know, military things. When he's talking to Timothy... Um, I think he says in in both of his letters to Timothy, he says, you know, um, le- endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You know, he says, you know, a soldier doesn't get entangled in the affairs of the world. Um, you know, he he compares himself. He's like he's like fight the good fight of our faith. You know, like there's it, there is a struggle, there is a fight to it, and he uses these war metaphors. You know, in Ephesians, uh, like Neff said in his devotion the other day on our Nerd of God Daily, we have to put on the full armor of God. Uh, armor is not used for anything but battle. There's no such thing as casual armor, you know. <laughs> uh, despite what female video game characters might show you, it's like here's my uh, bikini gosh. armor. <laughs> Not at all. No. The, yeah, there's Steps no. in the
5: stomach a couple times.
0: You know, there's no like just. This is my walking around armor. You know, you, armor is for armor's for battle. It's casual yes. Friday armor. And and I I always think of these scenes. Uh, again, Lord of the Rings is just a perfect analogy for this. When you see everybody and they're in the back, they they know the 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 enemy's coming and they're getting strapped into the armor. They're getting their gear on. They're picking up their sword and their shield and they're getting equipped for battle and, and they're ready because they know that a fight is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they gear up. Why is this something that we see as as a metaphor for Christianity? Like, what are we fighting?
5: Well, we're not only fighting against the strategies of the devil, which is in Ephesians, um, but we're fighting for the souls of the people around us, the people who are in the world. We want to fight for them because they're focused on things or they're being tempted by things and they are focusing on those things instead of focusing on Christ. And we want to fight for them and, and give them everything that we can give so they can know Jesus and they can be saved too. And
0: so what's the real battle? Is it a culture battle or is it a battle for souls?
5: I... I guess it's both because I mean you're fighting you're fighting against a culture that glorifies things that we see as wrong and against God and at the same time you're fighting for people who uh, are brought up to focus on those things those that culture like that's the thing that's been
4: shoved in their face I think it's interesting though like thinking about it because I've thought about this a lot in regards to like fighting things for Christ and and there are times where I'm just like, yeah, you know, like I want to go out there and I want to fight, you know, the principalities. And and then in certain circumstances, principalities are carried through people, you know, human beings that they're evil or, or they're wrong or, or they go against God or they, they intentionally go against God and the word of God. And, but then I also think about the concept of like fighting with love. and, And then when you think about that whole concept of like Fighting That that word fighting almost has like a negative connotation. But then when you say, I'm going to fight these principalities or I'm going to fight hatred or I'm going to fight racism um, with love, it kind of changes that dynamic. So that's for me personally, just being transparent. I deal with that a lot because there's a lot of times that I just want to, I guess I just want to be very like, this is against the word of God. This is wrong. And... I'm going to say this very straightforward. It might get me in trouble with a lot of people, but then it's like, should I be approaching it or attacking it, quote unquote, through love so that it's not necessarily abrasive against our our culture or against our society to what, you know, maybe is deemed appropriate or people have allowed to happen. So Uh, which,
0: which way do you find yourself leaning on in that, in that tension, you know, do you, do you make waves or do you find yourself a little more Switzerland, a little more passive in, in your approach on, on a day to day?
4: On a day to day, just being honest, I think I find myself being a little bit more passive than I should, because I always, I err on the side of like, if I, if I ruffle feathers, more often than not am I sacrificing opportunities to witness like am I sacrificing opportunities to be able to to talk to this person a little longer or this group of people um that believe this way like if I were to just kind of come into this situation come into this conversation more I guess straightforward or more abrasive as opposed to being passive would it would it would my time be a little bit longer to try to talk to them about Christ.
0: So you're you're saying from an evangelical standpoint that uh, sometimes being a little more direct may be off-putting and you might kind of sp- spook the uh yeah. y- your your targets. Yeah. Um so is that is that battle or is that like espionage? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I was saying, yeah, if we're, yeah. are we going to war with spiritual wickedness in high places and the people are the spoil. Are we going to, to war with the people? Um, there, there's that, that interesting tension. Or is it, are we just trying to be wise and yeah. and kind of, I don't want to say in the world, but not of it, but are we trying to just sort of uh, leave breadcrumbs to Jesus? Yeah, You know, and, I, and I'm not saying that one way is more direct to the other, but eventually you, you, you kind of have to seal the deal. If if this is a war, whether it's with someone or for someone, you've got to, uh, there there has to be a line drawn in the sand. Yeah. Gonna, so how do we fight this fight to win? If the ultimate goal is to bring God glory, if the ultimate goal is to bring disciples, bring, you know, win people to Jesus, how do we know we're winning? What's the objective? What do we do to win? or are we just swinging? I mean the Bible talks that we're we're not just like shadow boxing. We're not like yeah. you know, we, we run the race to win. We we're we're striving in order that we might win. What I, yeah. does a win look
4: like? I think a win looks like you did you you talked about Christ, you presented the gospel, you did not sway if you were asked a particular question even in in a group setting where you knew your answer your answer to that question or or to their thought or to a theory or whatever was going to lead to the bible was going to lead to a scripture that would upset them in any regard if you leave if you leave a conversation leave a situation leave an opportunity knowing that you presented christ knowing that you presented love they bashed you they criticized you they accepted you no matter the outcome, if you walked away knowing that, knowing that you presented love and Christ and the gospel, then I believe that's a win. Um, that That's what I would consider a win. You can walk away knowing that you are victorious. You might have lost a friend. It might have been something with a family member. It might have been something with even people you go to church with because conversations happen all the time and people read scriptures and, and interpret them in a lot of different ways. Um,
0: Is there another battle that we could be fighting besides evangelism? because uh, we're talking about winning souls and yep. presenting presenting the gospel and and putting the word of God out there but sometimes people are going to reject that. So yep. is there a way to still recover and to to reach our objective? I mean what should our what's our what's our objective? What's our goal? What is what's the mission for for this level of the game?
5: To know Christ and to make him known.
0: Okay, so our first objective is to know
5: Christ. Right. So that's a that's an inward battle. That's a personal battle. Yeah, well where, said. Where we Work on ourselves and our own temptations that we're dealing with.
0: And I like that. Uh, I, the, w- the way you say work on ourselves.
3: Uh, well, I mean, Jesus even said himself when um, someone asked him, Well, what's the most important commandment? The first yeah. one is to love God. Yeah. And then he immediately followed with to love others. Okay. So our lives should be a reflection of God's love because sometimes, and I say sometimes, a lot of times our actions do speak louder than our words. Yeah, they because do. if someone hears you um, speaking about Jesus, but then you're cussing up a storm and you're partying and just being an all around awful person
6: Mm
3: -hmm. that's going to do nothing for your testimony. So there'll be a lot of times in your life that like the way you live it can make such a huge impact on people you don't even know uh, just by showing God's love and loving him.
0: So how do you do that? How How do you make sure that that's what you're doing? How do you give yourself the best chance to show God's love? To people, to love God and to show God's love. How does that happen? Uh, if, if we're going to battle, um, mm-hmm. nobody enlists, nobody is drafted or voluntarily it, it is in, consigned to uh, an armed force without some kind of training. What does that look like for us?
5: Being accountable for each other. I think. I, I think
0: know. those are goals. How do we? How do we do that?
4: You're talking about like well, training, like discipleship. Yeah,
0: you know, and you, you look, I, I, I picture all these great fight movies and stuff like that, and. You know, growing up in the '80s, the there's always a montage. Yeah, yeah. You always have like the Karate Kid. You're the best around. And, you know, oh you, you have man, man, you man. have the Karate Kid, or or you have uh, you know Rocky, or maybe for your generation you have Mulan. You know, you have the the, the training scene. You know, <laughs> I have the tiger. You know, I,
2: excuse me, I have threat level midnight. Be, <laughs> be <laughs>
0: a man. Yeah, you got threat,
2: threat level <laughs> midnight. You, we have
0: these 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 training montages. It's essential. I mean, you have to train yeah how do you train for this fight all right so
4: then the montage for knowing
0: god, that the objective is to love god to know god and to make him known to love others
4: true so the montage will look something like this i guess i mean it's you you're facing the bible spending time with god i mean if you were to cut from scene to scene to scene it, it would be you spending time in the word spending time in devotionals um allowing yourself to be around people that are going to sharpen your iron i mean it's something like, you know, I, I think about the movie 300. I, I think about situations when like you, you're, we don't, we don't fight this alone. And a lot of times when you even think about the people that you surround yourself with, they, they could be, you know, dulling your weapons, so to speak. Um, Weakening
0: our, your, your phalanx.
4: Yeah. So it's like, I guess when I think about the, the montage, I mean, that would be it. It's, it's a, a training of understand, like understanding who, who God is, understanding what he wants from us, and if we don't, if we don't have, first and foremost, we have the Bible for answers, but if we read the Bible and we don't understand it, then that's when we really, you know, we really have to call upon people that through prayer we trust to mentor us or to sharpen our iron.
0: So what, um, what movie can you, can if you can, this kind of, I'll put you guys on the spot, what movie training montage, if you're going to pick kind of like a famous, you know, getting ready, uh, what what one closely closest parallels that Christian oh, no. discipleship journey?
2: Uh, see, I oh. I finished it in my brain before you said the this the this, the the part of it. So I was like the one from Batman v Superman where Ben Affleck is pushing that tire oh, around. Yeah. But no, that doesn't.
0: Oh. <laughs> which one? Which one closest represents like the 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 pattern of Christian oh. discipleship?
5: For me. I guess my mind automatically went to an extremely goofy movie because Goofy's training. He's training... He has to read up and study up for uh, I guess oh, a test for his goes exams. Oh, to
6: college? Yeah. yeah,
5: and so like the librarian is like helping him. Oh, to is study. that the second one? That's yeah. super oh, precious. The one I didn't see. So yes. like he, the librarian's helping him like train, and he's like doing like sit at, like like curl ups, and he's like looking at the books, he's... like doing curls with <laughs> the books. I love it. It's but, such um, a cute movie. Yeah, In that it, case, it's then it's Doctor strange.
1: strange.
0: Doctor Strange. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, a good one. yeah, oh, that's better.
5: Yeah, it's all about.
0: Oh, thank you, Steven. I like goofy movies. I've seen that one. Okay. What about, okay, now here's here's an interesting thing. What about the Karate Kid? Uh, the montage, oh, in the, in the yeah. original yeah. Karate Kid, so long since I've seen that in the original out. Karate Kid, he's got to do all these tasks that seem mundane and unrelated like to his ultimate car. goal. He's got he's to paint the paint fence, the fence. Uh, you know, yeah, sweep and mop and wax and he's got to do all these things and he gets frustrated and finally like, I thought I was going to be learning karate and I think about like this path with Jesus where it's like, feed my sheep and, and serve my people and, and love your neighbor and forgive other people and it's like, yeah, God, but I want to, I wield this phenomenal cosmic power yeah. and and God is like yeah you've been learning that the entire time you didn't you know you didn't realize mm-hmm. that every time you wash someone's feet you know every time that you did this you were honoring me every time whatever you did for the least of these I mean that's the sheep and the goats right yeah. it's like oh yeah you were feeding them and you were clothing them and you were visiting them and they were sick and you you know oh yeah that you were doing that for me so I, I see like that wax on wax off training montage as being like man Jesus brings in some sneaky stuff and uh, yeah. we don't even realize sneaky, sneaky. that we're secretly getting closer to him the entire
5: time just like Hillary Swank yeah. no it's
0: yeah the next Karate Kid yeah
5: <laughs> or, yeah, just like or Michael Skarn
2: uh, he had to mop that right, ice. or Jaden Smith
0: and <laughs> Clint Eastwood has to put us down at the end of uh, our Christian faith too right um, <laughs> just lay
5: our just lay <laughs> our head on a chair uh, different oh different I love Evil Kushla.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that there's, there's. I mean, Rocky. I love it in in Rocky where he gets a little conceited and full of himself in Rocky Three, and then mm-hmm. Carl Weathers has to come in. Apollo mm-hmm. Creed has to come in and and keep him to get his eyes, you know, focused. When yeah. I think about the Christian leaders in my life, I think of that the, the people that are behind me, you know, saying Ooh. Run, run, run! You can do this. Stay focused. On the beach. I, eye of the tiger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there's just different things like that that I, I love that, and I love to kind of project my Christianity on that. I love uh, when you know I'm I, when I'm in the Word. You know, get up early in the morning and I open up my Bible. It's like, that's my training montage. You know, like one day I'm going to be in the ring. I'm going to be fighting a battle. And this is going to be the moment that equips me for that knockout punch or or whatever it might be.
5: But sometimes when you when you're not necessarily alone, but sometimes when you have nobody around you, you have to do the Rocky one montage where you have to push yourself to get to that point.
0: And and, you know, maybe just using the Rocky One analogy, sometimes you just have to do what you can with what you have there. Mm -hmm. I mean, my man wasn't going to the gym; he was punching the sides of beef. He was running up the (laughs) steps. He was running up the steps. You know what I'm saying? Like he running
5: down the street, which is way too crowded for anybody to just run down. Not at
0: like five o'clock in the morning. You know, Uh, that was when he was doing But that's (laughs) what I'm saying. Like it was, you have to work with what you got. You know, maybe you're in a church that doesn't have all these amazing resources, or maybe you just feel like I wish I had this, or you look what other people have, you say I wish that I had access to that, or if I could only do this, well, you, what do you have right now? Be faithful with what you have right now. If it's the one talent, three talent, five talent, use what you have now and, yeah. and bring honor to God and see what he develops in you. Um, uh, you know, whether whether whatever the fight is that, that's coming to you, if it's knowing God and, and making other people aware of him, if it's serving other people, if that's the fight that we're in, be faithful with where you where you are. Um, I, I think that we also need to acknowledge that we're in a fight. Yeah. So many times in, in Christianity, we kind of forget that there's this invisible battle that's happening all around us, that the people that we see every single day at work or at school or at the mall or wherever, um, that they're souls and that, that we're ultimately responsible for protecting them. There's, sin yields tremendous collateral damage, and we have to fight for people, not only for our witness, for the way that we uh, represent Christ, for the way we keep one another accountable, but also, you know, the message that we portray and the values that we we hold forth. You know, we have to win people's trust and we we ultimately have to stand in between them and the forces of hell. Uh, Sometimes that means loving and serving and engaging and, and witnessing and confronting. Sometimes that means on our knees you know, so there's how many times do you think that you know our, our soldiers, our uh, you know the servicemen and women from our country protect people that have no idea that they're being protected, you know, have no idea that someone is, is is has laid down their life so that they could live
5: and ones that probably don't deserve it,
0: maybe. And then that's the story of the gospel right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. While there we were is. yet sinners, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. You know, but I th- I think like I, I, my prayer, I, I want my prayer to be like David's was in, in Psalm 40, 144, when, and the Psalm opens up and he says, uh, blessed be the Lord, my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and the one in whom I take refuge who subdues my people under me. And, and, you know, he acknowledges God, we're going to do this. Prepare me, prepare me, train me, you know, help me to become the, the instrument of your glory that you want me to be. And uh, when, when the fight comes and when it gets ugly, I don't want to run, you know, like there, there's plenty of opportunity for us to, to desert and to run and to hide or to claim neutrality, or even to yeah. defect and jump sides. Say, I'm not going to be part of this battle anymore. It's just the, the cost is too high. But if we believe in what we're fighting for, and we believe that the one who has called us and equipped us to fight, uh, ha- is is able and is capable to use us for His glory. Uh, we should fight.
5: And that doesn't mean like going out like crazy people and yelling at people. and No, anything. no, because because the, 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 that is that's a,
0: a, a fight of influence of power of a, and that's the opposite of the, the way that we fight. Our weapon, the weapons of the world, are not the weapons of us. We don't need to have power or influence in those kind of ways. You know, we influence people with love. We influence yes. people with with genuine things that are non-counterfeitable uh, by the ways of the world. So but being yeah, honest, the you truth. You could be a militant Christian. You could go and you could beat somebody and say, "Except Jesus," <laughs> you know. You, you could try I to. I don't want it. <laughs> you could do those things. Uh, you know, we can we can try to build ourselves up on the the, the largest tower of Babylon. You know, the tower of ba- you know, and say, "Here we are. We're kings of the world." but i think ultimately we do more when we're when we're on our knees and we're letting i mean what is it when when you have the children of israel and they've just bested the most powerful nation on earth and they're leaving egypt and the pharaoh decides he's going to follow after them. Do you guys remember in Exodus, I think it's 14:14, 14, 14, what it is that God says to them when they're standing at the cusp of the Red Sea with the smoke coming up, the, the dust clouds of the chariots behind them, they can hear the the rumblings of Pharaoh's army bearing down on them and they have nowhere to run. In Exodus 14:14, uh God says, "The Lord will fight for you. You have only to be silent." Mm. That's awesome. Mm. That's awesome, because ultimately, we're not in this alone. Ultimately, the the battle is the Lord's. Mm-hmm. Ours is to be faithful. And I love there's so many times in the Bible when we see these battles that are happening, and we face overwhelming odds, impossible enemies. We're outgunned, outmanned, out you know outnumbered, outplanned. Right? So we're we're with the the enemies are are just way bigger than we are. And what do we see time after time after time? God will. Make it to where only he can get glory from our fight. You know what are we gonna do? Well, march around the city, and then everybody yell, (laughs) you know, or or sneak. They'll kill
2: themselves. (laughs) Sneak
0: down into the camp with you know torches and and clay pots and you know blow these trumpets and stuff. You know God does. They'll kill themselves. (laughs) God does. God does all these things where where it's seemingly not in our favor, and yet He brings about glory.
2: Or even like when uh, what was it? Was it with Gideon? Where he's like, "All right, you got all these people. Now I want you to go and get some water. And anyone that drinks this certain way, tell them to go home." Yeah.
0: So he sends he sends thousands of guys home till there's only a couple hundred of them left. And, and he's, he's like,
2: like, "All right, that's it. Okay, now take half of those away, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to give you victory."
0: And and that's the thing is like the Lord gives us victory. And if and 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 God, who doesn't change from yesterday to today, He's still it's in, still in His interest to give us victory. We want to we're going to have victory. The Lord is victorious. After Moses and the children of Israel were rescued from... Not the same one that I was thinking No. After Moses and the children of Israel were rescued from Pharaoh, they, they, they're singing a song to the Lord. You know, they're pretty excited. This is a pretty awesome thing that, that's happened. And they say, I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown in the sea. The Lord is my strength in my song and he has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war the Lord is his name how hardcore is that the Lord is a warrior the Lord is his name
2: like I, obviously God doesn't get proud but like I can just in my in my mind's eye because I think humanly like there's no way you could hear someone say that about you and not feel real good about yourself like, like the, yeah the Lord, that's right the Lord
0: is a warrior like dude. What's God's entrance music? Right? Like how,
2: how hardcore is that? It's when, just His name, but nobody could say it. Okay,
0: when Aww. I when I first became a Christian, there was a song. Like there was a, a Christian recording artist that was really really big at that time, um, and people my age remember him fondly but it was a guy named Carmen and uh, Carmen, did all, it, Carmen did all these different songs of, of a variety of different genres I mean everything from like praise and worship to rock to, to rap uh, country kind of vibe I mean he did all these things and a lot of his albums had story type uh, skit things on there and there was one from an album that he did called The Champion and it was set up uh, in the vast expanse of a timeless place where silence ruled the outer space. Ominously towering, it stood, the symbol of a spirit war between the one named Lucifer uh, and the Morning Star, the ultimate of good. And, and so you have like this setup between uh, God. Uh, between between Jesus and Satan and they set the whole thing up like it's from a Rocky movie I mean they even play the music you know dun, 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 dun. And, and Satan makes his entrance and all the demons are there and they're going crazy and Satan comes in he's all posturing and you know getting celebrated and he's like you know look at me I'm so big and I'm so bad and then it's all of a sudden like there's a, the, the light fills the arena and the demons all start whizzing themselves and they can't handle it anymore there's they can't even stand in the presence because Jesus walks in and Jesus walks in and then and then it says the uh, the referee turns up and it's God the Father and he's going to referee the battle between Satan and Jesus oh, and uh, you know he he's like and so he starts reading the rules of the match and he you know Satan is on one side and Jesus is on the other side and God's in the middle and he he opens up the rule book and he says uh, he'll be wounded for for their transgressions bruised for iniquities when he said by his stripes they're healed the devil shook he you know and the devil's like you know sickness is my specialty I hate that healing junk God said you shut your face I wrote the book <laughs> and they so they have this battle and And they're fighting, you know, and Jesus never, never takes a swing. You know, he just, the the devil just goes nuts, unloading on Jesus and throwing down on him. And, um, and, and, and and this is all set up, you know, think very rocky. Think like the, the epic battle at the end. And, um, finally, uh, Jesus, you know, with a knowing glance to the father puts his hands down and the devil just strikes with the, with a knockout punch, bam. And Jesus goes down. And the, the whole, like the whole timbre of the song just like just drops and it's just like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Like even Satan can't believe he's like, what the crap? And then he gets super pumped. He's like, that's it. I won. Oh my gosh, I won. You know, the body of Christ is laying there crumpled in the corner of the ring, you know, uh, stricken down by just a death blow. I mean, Satan just knocked him loopy and, uh, you know, Satan prematurely begins to celebrate and God starts the 10 count, but he starts at 10 I was like, wait a minute, God, nine, stop, you're counting wrong, eight, seven, six, and when he gets to one, Jesus comes back, and and that's the victory. And Jesus Jesus is the champion. That was so foundational in my understanding of theology when (laughs) I first became a Christian. I, I just always think about that, and I always remember, like, look, there is a battle that's going on, but Jesus has already won. We fight against a defeated enemy. Uh, our job is not necessarily to defeat the angels of of hell and its armies. Our do- a job is not to somehow crush Satan under our feet. That's already been done. Um, our job is rescue, search and rescue, to honor God and to and to rescue people from the forces of hell, uh, to honor God and and through His love and through His to, to be ambassadors of His grace, negotiating the release of prisoners of war.
5: Yeah, it's like that song, it's like the worship song break every chain. There's an army rising up to break every chain.
0: Sure. Uh, but what breaks the chains? Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's power in the name of Jesus to break. So our job is and do you remember do you remember Rambo 2? No.
5: Nope. Wait, first bl- Oh, no, no, Rambo. Rambo
0: First Blood Part 2. Yeah. In in Rambo 2, he gets sent back to Vietnam. To take pictures of you know whatever the communists are up to in Vietnam whatever, and uh, when he goes back there he sees that there's still prisoners of war, still Americans over there. His job is not to interfere. His job is merely to observe and to to bring back the information. And like, he like Starfleet. And he uh, he decides yeah bump that. I'm gonna <laughs> get some <laughs> grenade tip bow and arrow and uh, and he cleans up and rescues all the and they're like you're not supposed to do that. He's like. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let it go, <laughs> and uh, he brings him back. You know that's that's our job. Our job is to go into uh, this fallen world and to rescue the the hostages, Amen. to rescue the POWs, people that are captive to their own lusts, their own uh, sin, their own desires, and uh, to provide them with a better alternative. We are uh, ambassadors. Negotiating the release of the hostages. So uh, train yourself up in the way that you should go. Uh, study God's word, spend time in prayer and uh, exercise discipleship because these are the things that God uses when the battle comes uh, for you to make a difference, to save a life, to take back uh, territory that has been lost to the enemy and to, uh, you know, redeem the people that God loves so much that he died for. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It's very important, you know. I don't know if you guys ever played Street Fighter. Um, There's a character in Street Fighter named Dan. Do you know who Dan is? Dan is terrible. I don't like Dan. No, Dan. You're supposed to not like Dan. That's the point. Dan was put in the game as a as a joke that Capcom made on SNK, uh, which Uh, is another fighting game company. He they made a character that was supposed to be a knockoff of one of their characters, and they intentionally programmed him badly. Like they they made him like horrible on purpose. Like, do you remember that, what was that movie, Stephen? Uh, Kung, Kung Pao? Kung Pao. Yes. And uh, the oh. character that was in that movie was um Wimplo. Wimplo. And what was the whole joke on Wimplo? He's like,
2: he's an idiot. We purposely trained him wrong as a joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one with the, sque- the squeaky shoes? Yeah, the one with the squeaky so good. shoes. So he's good. like, that's me kicking your butt. Watch me. And he like sl- he's like, that's my face to your foot. Ha <laughs> <laughs> you <know, and> ha. <laughs> so yeah, they, they purposefully trained uh, him wrong. Jackie, Jackie's like, aww. <laughs> I feel bad for Wimplo. I Wimplo or Dan. I don't want to be a fighter like Wimplo or Dan. I don't want my my uh, my service to the Lord. I don't want my service in the Lord's army to be all about going to church and being a, being busy with the stuff of. Christian programming and not being about actual kingdom work, not being on mission. I don't want to be the guy that got trained wrong and everything I do is laughable and non-effective. So uh, be effective, be about it, be faithful. Don't get entangled in the affairs of the world like Paul encourages Timothy, but be a good soldier about our orders. Well, that is all the time that we have for today uh, here on the Nerd of Godcast. We're going to wrap this thing up right now. Uh, before we scoot out, let me give you a couple quick announcements, things to get excited about about. Who's excited? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. You know what that sounds like? That sounded like a Frankenstein bear monster riding on a battle cat.
6: <laughs> 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 Woo.
0: Yeah. Uh, assistant holding
5: on from behind.
0: To get all this information uh, beyond here, you can uh, get it, all of course, on our social media or on our website, NerdOfGodCast.com. But don't forget, we're going to be in the artist alley of MegaCon this yes. year. Yes, uh, in the, just like three weeks. In about a month's time from when this episode comes out, and a little little less than that, we're going to be at MegaCon. If you're in the Orlando area on May 24th through 27th, please come out and see us. Spin our wheel, win some prizes, pick up some con-exclusive merchandise, and uh, take some selfies with us. We would love to meet some listeners, and uh, if you know some Someone who's going to MegaCon and you're not making it yourself, just let them know to stop by and say, "Hey, maybe they can pick something up for you." Uh, and, and that's just a great way for you to, to help us out. Uh, we got a couple side hustles that are going to happen around here. Some ways for you to enjoy the Nerd God cast on the uh, outside of our regular episodes. Don't forget, we have our Devotion podcast. It comes out every weekday. We do a daily devotion, whether it's a Monday motivation, our Newsday Tuesday devotion, or something from myself or one of our crew members or our network friends. You can listen every day. Um, uh, not only on the amazon Echo flash briefing. We are an Alexa skill, or you can also subscribe to us wherever fine podcasts are consumed. iTunes, uh, Spreaker, uh, all the different places like that. So make sure that you stop by and get part of that Nerdy God Daily. Lots of great, fun, nerdy encouragement. Only takes about three minutes. It's a great way to start your day. Uh, We've also started a little side deal that's going to happen from time to time. Uh, Nothing overly uh, complicated, but we're throwing it into the Wayback Machine, taking you into an all alternate timeline where Tory Jones never left Orlando mm-hmm. with a little sideshow we call Nerd Godcast Season 1.5, uh, where Steven, Neff, and myself uh, Skype in Tori from the Frozen Wastelands of New Jersey, and we just talk about the events of the day. Uh, just kind of a real quick splash, uh, another way to kind of get in between the spaces between our episodes. So we'd love for you to check out uh, Nerd Godcast Season 1.5. And one last thing that you can get excited about all throughout the month of May, we are going to give you an opportunity to get in on our Patreon. On team, uh, you guys know what Patreon is, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yes. Uh... Patreon is a way for our listeners to be a part of the ministry of the Nerd of Godcast by financially supporting us. Uh, what you do is you get on there, you choose a dollar amount, whatever works best for you. It doesn't have to be very much; it can be as low as a dollar, uh, and you support us with uh, with monthly. Uh, contributions And what it does is it helps us to pay for all of the things that we need to do, some of the events, ministry opportunities and resources that we have to continue reaching out to the nerd community as a witness uh, to the often forgotten geek populace of the world from the Game Stops to the comic shops. And uh, we have a bonus gift for our Patreon supporters coming out at the end of May. Uh, we always give you know little things when you sign up and support us. Depending on the tier at which you give, you do get some cool kickback uh, like uh, items like uh, autographs, or you can get some exclusive art, some uh, different sticker packs, different things like that. But we have got a fun exclusive item that's going to be coming out at the end of May for people at all contribution levels that you can only get if you are uh, currently or join our Patreon supporting team through the month of May. So uh, before the end of May, make sure that you get on that list. Help support us by Patreon, even again with a small amount. If you are a part of that team, you are going to receive a cool, exclusive uh, Nerd of Godcast bonus gift. It's just our way of saying we love and appreciate our Patreon family. We pray for you guys before the show. And uh, we could not, could not, could not do it without you. That is all the time we have for today. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. This is um this is always a great privilege if you've made it to the end. We uh, count ourselves doubly blessed. So uh, for the Nerd Godcast, Stevo Supremo. Goodbye. Quentin Neff. night everybody. EJ Nieves. We out. The twins Jackie and Jess. Bye-bye. And the silent but not forgotten Nicholas Williamson Sadler. Goodbye. My name is Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home, but we, but we can't, can't stay here. Oh, my God, super fight! So glad that bear died. I thought you were gonna
5: say that.
0: No, no, Jackie's okay. saying confidence. Like. I'm cute. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's
4: true. Okay. There's a new movie called, called like, I'm treasure.
3: Pretty or something like that. I feel pretty. I feel pretty. I'm a
2: freaking
5: I treasure, dude. I deed. am
3: a freaking treasure. Dude.
5: <laughs> <Deed. laughs> My body is a temple, and I am the treasure.
4: You're weird. Let's, let's stop that there.